Hey, welcome back to Point Blank. This is John Cocosa sitting to my left. What's up, Ming Chen? Mike Zapsek. Our special guest in the studio tonight. Chris Ladondo. Coming to us from the Windy City. Todd Sullivan. And uh, nowhere to be seen right now is Mighty Mo Youssef, uh, normally dialing in from America's greatest city, Irvine, California. Uh, Mo's actually uh, out here on the East Coast taking care of some family business. We wish Mo and his family well, and uh, we're going to get right to it. So rather than a prediction for Mo, we're going to get to breaking news. And the breaking news is uh, is actually strangely relevant to some in the room. In an Instagram post yesterday, Kevin Smith announced the upcoming Clerks 3. So he's uh, doing promotional tour right now for the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, I believe he was on GMA this morning uh, along with his daughter, uh, Harley Quinn Smith. And uh, and he did uh, drop this, this announcement. So uh, I hate to ask, but do you guys know anything that you can spoil right now for us or what? Isn't it a completely new script? Yes, Kevin. Uh, Kevin did a script reading at uh, First Avenue Playhouse over in Atlanta Collins. Mm-hmm. First Avenue Playhouse you, for all your puppetry needs. Uh, no lie, they they do like live puppet shows. It's pretty pretty oh, cool. Okay, and um, well, they were they needed uh, a lot of money for some sorely needed repairs on the place. So Kevin's like, hey, you know, this is where I cast clerks. So I might as well like bring it full circle. He had Clerks Three um, script mm-hmm. that was he was shopping around, and he had funding for it. But something happened. Uh, there were a lot of you know factors that went into this. Uh, Jeff Anderson being one of them. He wasn't. He didn't want to do it. Okay. So uh, it Je- got tabled. Je- Jeff was in the picture with him on the post when he announced yesterday. A- yes. A- along with Jay Muse. Yes, and uh, they did. Uh, they had a, a Lilu signing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lilu props. Yep. So uh, Lilu props was doing. You know, you send in your stuff, and Kevin and and Jeff and Jay signed it for you. And they were in a room together for a couple hours, and um, fences were mended. Wow. And um, talk was had. And Kevin, I had heard Kevin, and I'm, I'm not talking out of school, but Kevin had said it, you know, out in public um, when I saw him at the, the, the table read. He said, you know what? This is inspiring me to rewrite mm. Clerks 3. I'll never do this one because it's anyone who, who was there. I'm not going to spoil anything for him. Okay. For the people who, you know, weren't there. So, uh, but he's rewriting it. Uh, he's in a great place right now. Yep. So, and he's bringing it full circle. So, listen, presumably Brian O'Halloran's going to be uh, going to be involved. We just saw him a week ago. Yeah, uh, I think uh, he's a pretty important component yeah, yeah, of that. Yeah. So, uh, can't, yeah. can't do it without Dante. Yeah. Uh, but we just saw him about a week ago, Ming, uh, over at uh, Brian Quinn's opening of his Rubsome and Whoreman. That's Rubsome Whoreman uh, Brewery over in Staten Island, New York. Yes. Um, so uh, Brian was there, and, and Brian O'Halloran in this case, although mm-hmm. both Brians were there, and Brian was there all day as actually, a guest all three partner. Brian's were there. Brian yeah, actually, Johnson as a Brian was Johnson was there. In a later hosen, man. mighty fine, I might add. In later hosen. Um, but, uh, but Chris, there was something you wanted to add. Uh, What's up, Alfie? Can we, um, can we uh, uh, get a... Uh, a what do you call a part for me in uh, Clerks Three? No, just a walk on. Not even like no. you know, like like I was supposed to get one in Practical Jokers for like the past eight seasons and it never happened. How has that not happened yeah. yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Make it happen, Mike. 
Yeah, that'll happen right now. I, uh, just said walking in the background. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> you just want background roll? That's, that's, that's That can happen easily. <laughs> it could happen. Um, it won't. There's rumors <laughs> in the script. It called for man in background jerking off. Is that something you'd be willing to do? I, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Okay. For right, right now. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing it now. I did it in a parking lot before I got here. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you? Uh, there was a call for a lot of extras in um, yeah, Saint about reboot. Where were you? We were down there. Nor- yeah. I was in New York, probably working. Well, how bad do you want it? I'm not going to go to New Orleans for. So you, you don't know. want Why not? that bad thing. No, I want a bit. Hold do on. You think you don't want it? Hold on. This is Clerks. Clerks three. I'll do whatever it takes. But not the reboot. I could. I think I was in. I think I was on vacation when that happened. When was it shot again? It was. It was an entire month. And you, yeah. if you were on no, vacation no, no, for a month, no, no, wait, no, seriously. When did you guys go? Mar- it was Mar- He's a city employee, so they do get that much vacation. Of course okay. they do. Yeah, I, thought you uh, I think they get a I month a off every I month. A, I get a hundred. I, I have a hundred and sixty. I have hundred and sixty sick days. Right. So, Colin, <laughs> you know how many I get? Does the secret stash have the same policy? No. Mike? But to be honest with you, I've uh, the only time I've ever called in sick or when my kids were sick. Right. And it's Walt Flanagan. He's like, take the time. Don't get me sick. Right. I don't care. Uh, so, you, yeah, getting back to my part. Uh, could I just, like, walk <clears throat> in the background? You could you could have, and then you you just admitted you didn't want it bad enough. Yeah, you so didn't want it bad enough. I want Clerks so. 3 bad enough. I'm very choosy in my What's roles. What's the difference between Clerks 3 and Jane Sabar Reboot? It's it's Clerks. So it's the Clerks. It's like, the one that's the, the, the kind the, of started it off. It's it's means, it means okay. a lot to me. All right. You well, know, my, my, my good friend, <laughs> uh, that, uh, Jenna Shamber, she uh, she works at a brewery, Ale Smith Brewing, out in San Diego. Yeah. And she just got married to her husband, uh, Kona Lee. I would hope. And... And what they wanted to do for their honeymoon, which they're doing now belatedly, it's like a year later. So in lieu of a honeymoon right after they got married, they actually flew to New Orleans and they uh, were background extras oh my God. in the reboot. Uh, they're in the trailer. I saw them. Yeah. And uh, and and so, they're, you know, I don't know if they're going to be in this final cut. we got to wait a little bit longer to see. But uh, they're in the trailer. They're in the trailer. Yeah. So uh, so I'm just saying, Chris, if that you, really, make me if less you of really wanted to be in it, you, they flew from California. to be there. Yes. So, there you are. A little I mean, heart for goes sake. a long way. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Todd, Todd, whatever. This is the little married couple that could, okay? Todd, you? I don't know. Sorry. Todd, I'm going to throw it out to you. I don't know if you remember. Uh, uh, I, I, I do. You know, when we had first seen the original Clerks, uh, do you remember when you first saw it or maybe who might have introduced you to that? Do you have any recollections of that time? I'm going to go with uh, Lou Bourdon. It, Kurt, you, are, you are correct. We had, uh, we had a mutual friend, Lou, and uh, – so he had us over, and he's like, "Guys, you got to see this from this great guy. This, is, this director is like out of this world. It's amazing." You know, you turn it on, it's black and white. Mm. I'm like, "Okay, what are we doing here?" But uh, but a few minutes in, I mean, this thing was, was it hooked you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you're what? You must have been like. 16? Mm, I was going to guess sophomore or junior year of high okay, school. Okay, so 15, yeah. 16, and this Lou is what? Like, he's, he's, he's all right, same age. Okay, good enough. Yeah, yeah. Not like he's he, he was like 40 years no, old. No, this, hey, guys, come on over. This I got this movie you, you got to see. This, this Mike's that, thinking, I do that all the time to 15-year-olds. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. This wasn't the very special <laughs> episode of Different Strokes where uh, Rodney and <laughs> Arnold are brought over to oh, the neighbor's house. I'm free. sure we all remember that one. Yeah, it, it, was, it was the, the bike the repairman. Bicycle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, listen, I'm going I'm going to actually, for this point, we're going to throw it back to Todd. Uh, uh, another next bit of sort of pseudo-breaking news is Major League playoffs have just begun. And and just rounding up the Major League season, um, uh, the, the all-time home record home run record came down to the last day of the season. The Yankees made up a 40-home run deficit against the Minnesota Twins, uh, only to lose on the last day, 307 to 306. Todd, the reason I want to throw it to you is somebody we talked about the very first week of the season on this program. 
program, rookie sensation for the Mets, Pete Alonso breaks the all-time rookie home run record, 53 in a season. Now, I know there's a lot of people saying there should be an asterisk next week because it's a juice ball year, but we're going we're gonna to let the record stand. And Todd, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, you got to love it. I mean, when we first talked about the kid back uh, on that episode you're referencing, I said he's he's a great um, you know heir to the next you know great hope for for the Mets. So um, yeah, I love the guy. He's had a great year. Um, the thing that makes me laugh though is I, I read a stat the other day that said you know with the likelihood that Degrom is going to pick up another back to back Cy Young or another Cy Young, I should say. It's the uh, the first time since 1994, the 94 uh, Royals, that a team has had the Rookie of the Year and a Cy Young Award winner and missed the playoffs. So there's your uh, sounds there's like New something York only match. the Mets could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and in that 94 team, one of the you know the the Cy Young winner was future New York Met David Cohn. David Cohn. Oh, rookie of the year, Bob Hamlin. That was combat uh, that trivia was a right there. Shortened year. The pre, the only time it's happened in a full season, 1976 Padres. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, that's uh, it's something to be proud of there. And 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 the other thing I, I noted, it was I think cousin Sal on the Ringer, a Ringer podcast, talking about the fact that you know, he's a big Mets fan. If you had told me that at the beginning of the year we were going to have more wins than the Cubs and the Red Sox, I'd take it. I uh, wouldn't expect it would be missing the playoffs in doing so. But there you go. Well, that's a 2019 New York Last Mets. two World Series champs right there that you mentioned. I uh, just want to say hello to Pat, uh, Nick, Stu, Sue, Pete. Uh, they're all tuning in. Nick is saying that the, that the video. I, I didn't see Alfie on here, but what's up, cuz? Um, but but Nick is saying that the video keeps freezing. So I don't know if there's oh, some, some technical thing. Uh, and it says it's freezing right on Ladondo's biceps. Um, oh. <laughs> breaking news point three. It's a little MCU news. So the, the, the leak today that William Hurt. Uh, you know who plays the very tastefully named Thunderbolt Ross uh, is going to be appearing in this upcoming Black Widow movie. So another familiar face for the MCU. Uh, no, no confirmation yet, or at least I have not seen confirmation. Many your sources may know otherwise that. Um, that Jeremy Renner's Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, is appearing in the movie. Do we have any confirmation on that? Oh, I, I have not heard this. You, you, you would think it, it seems natural if this is going to be a throwback to that Budapest mission. Yeah. But um. Oh, but yeah, God, he, he gets brought up a lot. And they have a very special relationship. Yeah, I, I think we'll see a little cameo. Uh, I, I can't confirm or deny that, though. But yeah. Okay, so that's a total confirmation. And yes. way, to, way to jump out on that limb there, man. I did. I had dinner with um, <laughs> Jeremy last night, and uh, he is indeed in the movie. So. Oh, okay, all right. He's not returning my calls. Here's the other thing. While that was announced, and that wasn't maybe necessarily William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross, the the returning MCU face that everyone wanted to hear about, it was the news today. However, the rumors are really, really heating up. I've seen three different sources in the last two days that both Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are going to be coming to the MCU in... Spider-Man Three, with uh, with with Daredevil Charlie Cox, of course, from the Netflix series, being introduced as Peter Parker's attorney in this, you know, without spoiling uh, a several months old movie, you know, at the end, the after credit scene in Spider-Man Home, uh, Home, uh, I'm sorry, Far From Home, Far From Home, that um, you know, something happens where maybe he's going to need a lawyer, and so they said this is the Netflix contract will be up, the embargo, they're going to bring him in, and the studio has approached Vincent D'Onofrio for a. 
reprising his role as Kingpin. Of course, you know, we know Kingpin as the most notable Daredevil villain, but he's got a pretty long and storied history as Spider-Man's villain, too. Isn't that he, right, Mike? He was originally introduced in Spider-Man, Spider-Man 49, I believe. 49, 49 yeah. I'm that's what Mike sure, yeah. believes. That's right, folks. Um, and yeah, he was he was a Spider-Man villain before he was a Daredevil villain. Frank Miller actually turned him into a mm -hmm. Roger the Roger Stern Frank Miller run uh, turned him into uh, nemesis for Daredevil because up until that point the only real supervillain that Daredevil had Stilt Man. Uh, we would wish. Can you imagine seeing that on the big screen? I would love it. I'm... Well, you know, there, there there was an Easter egg in uh, in Melvin, uh, uh, you know, the Gladiators uh, studio in the Netflix series. There is on the wall an extended leg, a stilt leg, you know, presumably yep. to a stilt man. But, uh, but you were right. saying. Uh, yeah, that's so um, Roger Stern and um, Frank Miller. Frank Miller, yep, turned him into – Daredevil's nemesis. I mean, before that, it was just Bullseye. Bullseye, yeah, Stilt Man, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the mean, Jester. Who wants to see the freaking Jester? Hey, listen, John, aren't, aren't you burying the lead a little bit here about the fact that uh, Spider-Man, uh, you know, they've resolved the truths back in the MCU, at least at least for now. Yeah, it has Kevin been a little while. Uh, you know, you're good, good call, good call. We, we took a two-week break. Um, uh, you're right about that, Todd. We took a two-week break after our extra jumbo-sized episode with Larry Hama, Hama, and uh, good catch. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and during that break, Todd, go ahead and tell the audience who doesn't know for whatever reason what happened. Uh, no, they they worked it out. Apparently, Tom Holland played a role in in uh, in sort of working out the the truce between Sony and um, and Walt Disney Studios, and now they're allowing Kevin. <laughs> Fage to uh, to come back and, and produce uh, one more Spider-Man movie. And, and at it's least not, we'll it's, see. Not it's not just that one Spider-Man movie. In this interim agreement, it's going to be the one more Spider-Man movie as part of the N MCU with Disney co-financing and with Kevin co-producing along with Amy Pascal of Sony. But then also Spider-Man will then be in another MCU movie, perhaps Young Avengers or something like that. I know that's something that Mike and I always talk about. But but even once that's complete, look for more stopgap uh, efforts. We also want to welcome Damien, and we want to welcome Herb. What's up, guys? Uh, and I want to just jump. Kevin Feige re related news. I wanted to jump in and say, Todd, that is the best <laughs> pronunciation. pronunciation of his name without you actually resorting to coughing. Kevin Feige, <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, also announced that he's uh, he's joining the other the other major mm, portion of the Walt right. Disney universe. Getting into some, getting getting himself some Star Wars action. Yes, everyone's got a Star Wars trilogy. Might as well give him one. What do you think? <laughs> uh, well, so listen, I, 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 him I trust. Okay, I'm I'm very, as we discussed on this show, ad nauseum. He's built a little bit of cred. I'm very nervous about the upcoming Ryan Johnson series because I was not the biggest The Last Jedi fan. I know Ming disagrees with me, and 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 feel free to jump in. Um, and and then. Obviously, uh, uh, Benioff and Weiss, they built up seven years of tremendous cred with Game of Thrones, only to squander a lot of it on that final season. So they're going to do their own Spider-Man, I'm sorry, Star Wars thing. Kevin, Kevin, I think is great. And maybe we'll finally get that long sought Patton Oswald filibuster from Parks and Rec <laughs> crossover with Chewbacca, the X-Men, uh, uh, the Avengers. Put it all together. You, you know, Han Solo's back to life. Han, the whole, I'm doing great tonight. That's his, that's so, his end. Larry Han uh, Solo. <laughs> so, uh, so listen, who, who knows, man? I mean, this could be great. 
Um, I do want to get to point two, which are things we're not going to be talking about. Things we're not going to be talking about is it's NHL opening night. Nobody cares. Okay. Uh, let's talk about our first craft beer, guys. Okay. This is from the Maine Brewing Company in Freeport, Maine. Last year, you know, Memorial Day, we took the family up to Maine. We went to Mount Desert Island, a.k.a. Uh, Acadia National Park. We did some hiking. Um, you know, Sue should be, the lovely Suzanne, she should be wise to these antics by now. But anytime there's a road trip, there's going to be a few stops at some breweries along the way. Maine Brewing Company makes amazing beer. Lunch is their IPA. Uh, they do another one called Dinner. Um, you can get those in some measure of distribution. You can't always find them down here. This one you can't. It's called a, a Tiny Beautiful Something. It's a pale ale. And um, uh, let's see. They give us a – instead of a – in lieu of a description of the beer, instead they're going to give us a little quote. Most people are on the world, not in it. They have no conscious sympathy or relationship to anything around them. Undiffused, separate, and rigidly alone like marbles of polished stone. Touching but separate. So listen, that's from John Muir. That's a great quote. I'm not sure what it has to do with this beer, but the beer is a, a very mild by our standard, five and a half percent pale ale. Before we talk about any taste impressions, Mike, you had a smell impression the second we opened this. It's very floral. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I was like, like elderflower. I swear to God, that's that's the first thing that I, you know, when I popped it open for you, I was like, holy cow, that's, it's very... Uh, it's it's pungent is what it is. So, you know, they, they don't list a hop schedule on here. Some breweries are doing that more and more. These guys are very minimalist, as you can see, mm-hmm. so they're not providing that information. Generally speaking, of the 36 or so varieties of hops that are in wide use, they fall into three categories of aroma. You have your citrus hops, your piney hops, and your floral hops. So without knowing anything, we can see here that they're heavy on the floral I think this is an amazing. It's a change of pace from a lot of the heavier beers that we drink here on the program. Uh, it's very, very delicious. Ming, what's your thoughts? Yeah, this uh, uh, infinitely drinkable, I guess, is one of the words I would use, but definitely. Uh, infinitely. <laughs> but, uh, you know, full of flavor. Uh, floral, yes, very floral. And, uh, yeah, I could uh, – usually the heavier beers, you know, I'm, I'm out with, you know, yeah. I get like a quarter, like <laughs> like a four-ounce pour maybe. This I could drink a whole thing. In, uh, no, for sure. What's the ABV on this? Uh, it says it's uh, 5.5%. Okay. So, yeah, not yeah. – yeah, you're not turning red. <laughs> Mike said it before. Red? No, I'm not red at all. Not yet. Now, Chris declined this one. He's saving up for some of the other ones here while he finishes. Well, his- is it vegan? That's more important. So, so almost <laughs> oh, boy, all beer is vegan. So, so 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 the only time it wouldn't be is if they're adding something bananas like oysters or pork roll. Okay. Other, otherwise, you've got you got one of those going, right? Uh, Ross Brewing, we do have an oyster stout, but we didn't bring it here tonight. Um, and we're, maybe we're working on a breakfast beer that does involve some fried pork roll, but that's beside the point. To answer Chris's question, all the beers here tonight are 100% vegan because all nice. of you have are hops, which is a flowering plant, mm-hmm. right? You've got barley, which is a grain, mm-hmm. and you've got yeast, which are Whatever you start, so uh, so you're gonna be fine. And, water. and you've got and water, sorry. which fish fucking. So there you are. And piss and shit in. So. Yes, good deal. Um, all right, so so moving on. Hold on, Actually, I don't get to do mine. Oh, what do you have? What do you have, man? So I, I mentioned. I think it might have been the last time we were on, or at least I was home. I had some beer from Dark Horse Brewing Company, which is in uh, Marshall. Yeah. Uh, Michigan. It was on the way back from visiting my in-laws. Beautiful brewery. If you're anywhere near Marshall, which is near Kalamazoo, hit it up. Uh, it's, it's, they've got a they've got a ton of great beers. This one, I think you gave me some shit last time for for hitting too many IPAs, so I went right in for the Imperial Stout. This is called 
Plead the Fifth Imperial Stout. Ah, something the uh, president will be doing soon. Okay. <laughs> there you go. It is. Uh, it, it's delightful. I mean, it's. I don't know if you, how if this picks up, but it is pitch black, um, but super drinkable. Really good. Uh, really good flavor. They list out um, aromas of dark fruit, chocolate, caramel, and roast, making even bigger cho- fruity chocolate notes. It's. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. Infinitely drinkable. And, and, uh, and from dark, as a great and, man once said. And from Dark Horse, what's the name of that stout again? Plead the Fifth Imperial Plead the fifth. Stout. Plead the Fifth. Okay, so please, President Trump, if you're listening. Now, um, <laughs> so or don't. So for, whatever the case may be. So for our next segment, we want to we want to talk a little bit. Of, a little bit about our guest here. So Chris has been in the studio several times before, oh, yes. both on Point Blank and in other programs as part of the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Uh, last time you were here, I think you might have brought, or maybe even that was two times ago, you brought a, a beautiful piece of artwork from the Ladondo Art Collection <laughs> that... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Grace's an, our wall. Oh, wow. Would... Okay, that's another one. I didn't even know about that one. I was talking about the one for Ross Brewing oh, yes, in yes. our Ross Colors. Yes. Massive, massive five-foot-by-four-foot canvas. But, um, but in the interim... You've actually taken your art, in my opinion, to, to the next level and beyond. Uh, you're doing some great, great stuff. We're going to be commissioning another piece from you soon. Oh, nice. But, um, and so here. He, oh, that was, yeah. That's something uh, I did with Tommy Lombardozzi. He, he did. Uh, oh, this is a great segue right this there. This guy right here. And uh, I did, I guess, the fluid art part of this. I don't really do this type of art anymore. Like, well, actually, I haven't been painting now in a couple of months. But what I did was I then switched it up to um, more like palette style. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh, textured art where it was like um, uh, I would use um, uh, spackle yep. and uh, molding paste to create like texture and then go over it with different paints. So the effect, you know, has been tremendous. So you have to get back into that. You have to. Yeah. But. Yeah, nobody's were, buying anymore. I heard the response was pretty great, though. I, we were getting I, a lot of people. I had to stuff. get my accountant involved. Oh, it was <laughs> so, uh, you were making yeah. over six hundred dollars a year, uh, and your account you, was yeah, like, whoa, dude. yeah, way over and that. People weren't paying in cash. <laughs> they were paying in cash, PayPal, and um, I uh, it did well, uh, but then it pretty much dried up. But I was only going through one way of of, of making sales was through like Twitter. Right. Yeah. You. you so that's you not the pay. way to do it. You got to be in like an art scene and and um, you know go get out there and I don't know how to do that. I mean... Like, we could do a gallery showing here. We got some... We could rent out an office here and, and turn it into the Ladondo Gallery Oh, that'd for be very nice. a week. Uh, you know, we have hors d'oeuvres <laughs> and, um, you know... Uh, uh, red wine from uh, I don't know where, where we could get some cheap wine, but you know, <laughs> uh, Laird's. Laird's. Yeah, yeah. So Applejack, yeah, exactly. Laird's Applejack. We we'll get oh them to sponsor. Tremendous. Also, Ross Brewing. Some absolutely. Beer. Well, we're we're gonna be displaying a number of Chris's works. Uh, he's gonna be the first part of our gallery oh, wow. series. Thank you. Uh, we spoke a little bit about that, so we're gonna have our permanent piece on display. That's part that of the was a yeah. piece, right? Yeah, which you unveiled on right. the show, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but th- but we're also going to do uh, some more for our our monthly gallery turnover. That said, you mentioned Tommy Lombardozzi. Yes. And that's kind of the segue that we are looking for. So great job on your part. <clears throat> so you and Tommy just started a new podcast of your own. Yes, the Hoof. Okay, so it was, <laughs> why is it called the Hoof? The Hoof. Well, it's a yeah, a, a good fellow's reference. Yeah. Oh, um, ma, it's a sin. Yeah, yeah. it's a sin. <laughs> so. It's funny how it was. It was started. Uh, Tommy um, lives in Brooklyn, New York. He's this. He's a. He. Uh so tell him Steve Day fan of that podcast. And about a year or so ago, he contacted me, uh, wanting to do um, this type of art. Where when I was doing the fluid type art pieces, he wanted to add like comic characters or mm-hmm. other characters on top of it. 
and from I was, behind, this looks like Nightwing, but I can't tell. Right, yeah, it's, it like, it's Nightwing. Okay, well, yeah. good, so good job. he reached out because he he knew me from uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. And, you know, he figured I was local. You know, I live in Staten Island. Yeah, he lives in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn right? Maybe we can, you know, do something. And I, and I was leery, leery about it because, like, a lot of times when people contact you, they want to, you know, they want to meet Brian Quinn. <laughs> they want to meet right. these guys, whatever. It's like, I can't help you. Um, I can't even get a walk-on. I know. I can't even get a walk-on. Uh, so I was like, all right, let me let me check this out. So we, we wind up having a, you know, phone call. We talked a bit. And then we started talking about, like, where we were from. I hang up the phone. I was think I was at my parents' house, and I started talking to my mom about, you know, hey, I was talking to this guy. He lives, uh, dad, he lives in your old neighborhood in Bensonhurst. And my mom is like, oh, is his mother so and so? And like my mom, like there you go. Every like every time she says that, I'm always like, Ma, you don't know these people. You don't know, and and I'm always wrong. <laughs> these, uh, these, of people wrong. these people. When are you going to learn your lesson? You don't know anybody. I know. She used the word these people. I I use yeah. these people. No. Yeah. Uh, you don't know any. I, you don't you don't know who this guy is. It turns out his his grandfather and my grandfather were best friends. Wow. And uh, and blood enemies. <laughs> so are you no. guys so, like, like my like, officially gay married now? Or? Yes. It would just. Okay. I wanted to make that announcement. That's a topic too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hence yeah, the, so, the hoof. So yeah. So we. Uh, <laughs> so, so we uh, figured. Uh, you know, we became friends and uh, we started this podcast, kind of like as a tribute to to our grandfathers. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah. And how many episodes have you recorded so far? We recorded. Um, we have. Three out, one. It comes out every Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, next one will be a Tuesday. Oh, uh, so you guys are a weekly podcast. that weekly actually comes podcast. out weekly. Yeah. Okay. Keep, so something point blank is still working on. Well, okay. how we do it is we record two. Doing all right. We, we okay. record two episodes every time we sit down to record. Right. So I'll then you know go back home when it's done, whatever, chop it up, and then put, you know cue it up for the a week in advance. Put some spackle on it. Yes. Your process. And and that's and that's that. And so now. You know, people want to listen to the podcast. Where are they going to listen to it? Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on uh, Stitcher. It's on Google Play and iHeartRadio. Okay, Goodfellas references. Yeah, there's a few. It's I mean, because he he lives in Brooklyn and he's you know it's, it's a lot of thick New York accents mm -hmm. going back and forth, so it's very entertaining. And uh, there's a lot of uh, right, sports. Subscribe, subscribe, oh, thank you. everybody. Thank subscribe you. to the hoof. Subscribe and leave a review too. Leave yes. a good, leave a good one if you can. If you a can. bad one if you must. Yes. <laughs> Every review helps. Your last episode is entitled "Out for the Dick." Yes. I mean, how can you not listen? I know. To how that? could you not listen to that? <laughs> right. Wow, that's that's quite the hook there. So going that's back to hoof. that marriage thing that me and Tommy. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen to it. It's uh, it's uh, some. Uh, he brings on. Um, we recorded yesterday a friend of his. This guy. Steve, uh, who's got a really interesting job, John. You appreciate this. He uh, oh. all the instant replays that you see in NFL and and like the Yankee home games and all that stuff. He's the guy that that, that prepares it. Like he's he's an editor. So like uh, he's the instant replayer. He's the instant replay guy. Wow, That's what it's called. Uh, he's a two time Emmy Award winner. And uh, we <laughs> I had didn't know that on. was a category. I know. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, he's got a really interesting job. Did you say he he literally does it for the Yankees too, or no? Because for the Yankees, he does it uh, because they have the a proprietary instant replay technology called. Yesmo. Other people do slow mo. They do Yesmo. Oh, yes. And, and which is the number one most watched regional sports network in the country. And so maybe Steve is a big part of it. Steve he, Malone. two Emmys awards. Steve two Malone, awards. six time nominations. He has, has to say he's nominated six times. Wow. Two, two wins. He's got the <laughs> Emmy for uh, six second or under duration. <laughs> 
So uh, I'm a strong contender there. The lovely Suzanne can tell you that. Now I uh, I want to oh. I want to say what's up to some friends that have tuned in. CJ Cullen, what's up? Uh, Richard Deverno, and uh, th- 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 this guy's down the owner of probably probably the most amazing brewery in New Jersey that you haven't been to yet if you live north of 195. And I'm talking about Bonesaw Brewing. This was designed and built from the ground up. They didn't get an old firehouse or any old anything. They, they got a giant patch of land and they built this thing uh, uh, and they went out and got one of the best, best brewers that they can. They're doing amazing stuff down there. Richard's tuning in. Pat is actually uh, giving Todd some recommendations. Todd just d- jumped off for a second but he's saying, Todd, if you like that plea the fifth, uh, which which Pat had earlier said is one of his favorite beers as well, he said get Perrin Brewing's Black Ale as good if not better. Uh, Todd uh, Todd, who is not on the air with us, but is instead <laughs> responding to Pat in the comments on our Facebook Live. So that's amazing. Uh, and Todd, of course, is saying that he great call there. He couldn't have put a cutout in there. And who would have known, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, not even a... I just think Bonesaw. I was like, ooh, yeah. Like Bonesaw, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bonesaw from, Dugan. Bonesaw uh, from uh, Spider, the first oh, yeah. Spider-Man movie. Of course. Movie. Uh, Dugan, played yeah. immeasurably, uh, inimitably, by Randy Macho Man right. Savage. Ooh, and yeah. immeasurably, too. So, <laughs> yeah. so you, can't, you can't measure how yeah. much he played him. It's all the way, part of the way, it's, you can't measure. It was amazing. Um, and spectacular. And... Yes. So, uh... Going back to Tommy Lombardozzi, he also does a podcast. Yes. Not to, to cut into your... No, please. But, Go, I mean, bring your world. Over. Oh, so you know about Tommy. Okay. Oh, yeah. You, you would like his podcast. So, it's yeah. Jacked Kirby. Oh! It's a, it's a it's podcast. Jack- Tommy does Jack Kirby? Yes. yes. We have spoken about it right here on this very show, point blank. Yeah. The Twitter that he does to accompany the podcast was Mike's social media follow of the week yes, in our episode number 13. Mm-hmm. Very that nice. Is, that T- is – Tommy a, and, um, and Mike. I feel like worlds are colliding here, guys. This is amazing. Well, yeah. that's what a shared universe shared is all about. Yeah. Oh, Come on, my brother. Oh, wow. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, Chris, we obviously wish you a tremendous amount of luck with that. Now get the I hell can, out. Get out of here. Am I done? Yeah, no. you're done. Get out. Really? And and, uh, and so now there's three episodes, so that's going to be – how long are they? About an hour. About an hour. Sorry, about I'm going to listen them tomorrow on my commute. Okay. Okay. Uh, by the way, today for my commute, for the first time in history, I was joined by TV's own Ming Chen. Nice. Yeah, that worked out really well, didn't it? Yeah. Tell people what was happening today. Uh, well, I was uh, bring your kids to work day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. I, uh, <laughs> He's I got, pro- Ming is a prostitute. I got some snacks. I met the boss. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, no, I went up to New York Comic Con. Uh, I love going up for uh, Wednesdays. Usually set up day. Um, love going up for that. And uh, yeah, on the way back, uh, we just happened to take the same train back. Train back. So. Who did you set up for, Ming? Set up. I didn't set up for anybody. Oh, okay. You said it set up day. No, no, it's where all the vendors and everybody sets up. I like going, I like seeing all my friends who have uh, vendor booths setting up. I get, there's no crowd there, so I get to go and it's really relaxed. I get to talk to them. And you get to go up, you're you're eating popcorn while they're setting up. They're like, you know what, mother, (laughs) son of a bitch, if you're not going to give us a hand, get the hell out of our way. I I may have helped out a little bit, yeah. But our friend Gavin Smith was there from the the accelerators, did the ISO Comics 300 artwork. I'm still waiting for more accelerators because what I've read. So far, the first three volumes was tremendous. It kind of left off at a bit of a cliffhanger. He's got a great new comic coming out called Dead Legends. Yes, available at the con right now. Also Blue Juice or no? No. No, this is a uh, creator-owned thing. It was him and uh, his writer, 
Jamie, do you remember the... I don't remember his last name. Mm, but... Bummer. And that's why we're confirming that Todd is gay once and for all. Okay. Oh, and, yes. he's, and he's back. Yeah. Todd, I saw that we, we, we <laughs> lost you for a minute, but you were going back and forth in the comments with Pat about different Midwest <laughs> beer selections. Um, uh, Sorry, I yeah, had a kid our... calamity. All worked out. Oh, Everybody's yeah. good. good Everyone, everyone's fine? You have a fifth on the way. Is that the calamity? That's what that, I had to go take care of some things. So yeah, well, it doesn't take long to make that. Fingers work. crossed. Yeah, said hello to our friend Neil Adams. Uh, oh, he was, he, he was Neil was there up. today. Yep. Neil was setting up. Uh, said hi to our friends at Funko. It's you know you go and, you and just, but you did a little scouting too for maybe some things you want to pick up this weekend. Well, it's always a struggle. It's always looking for stuff that you're not supposed to be buying. But I did see some stuff that I wanted for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, there's always, uh, you know, Marvel themed jewelry from our friends at uh, What's Your Passion Jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, you know, the uh, the superhero themed clothing from our friends at Hero Within, like all kinds of stuff, man. I don't need anything else. I don't. But uh, whatever I, think I get, there's a few square inches of footage there here is in this, no, stu- in this there studio. There is no wall space left in here. Oh look, there's know. space right there under that Avengers poster. Yes. Oh wait. Oh, oh wait. Yeah, yeah. No, I gotta put the Ladondo. That's no. Twitter talk. Yeah, that's Ladondo art going. Yeah, up seriously, on I'm seeing a lot of white on those walls, man. So. I, there's not much white look. Left you know, here's what's here. funny, Mike. Uh, so we're on the way back. Ming and I are sitting next to each other on yep. the train, and I and I realized sitting next to Ming on the other side is is, is a is a actor named Michael Mulherin. The Mike is a middle resident I, I probably run into him on the train every six months or so he's the 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 classic stereotypical New York actor and what I mean by that he's appeared in about 40 episodes of Law and Order mm-hmm. as every New York actor <laughs> exactly you know typically playing a judge on that series he played a fire chief on Rescue Me he's played a police chief on a, a police officer or chief on a number of shows including the most recent one with um with Jim Caviezel, person of interest, right. uh, you know, and and then years ago when we went to see Spider Man turn out the d- dark, he was in the role of J Jonah Jameson, and so uh, we just get to talking on the uh, on the train, and he's going to come on the podcast, and and just in the ten or fifteen minutes that we were talking. I don't know if he was name dropping Ming or what, but uh, but but he he's like worked with everybody over the years. Yeah, he really has. Uh, you know, he's fil- he's filmed you know movies all over the country, all over the world. He was working on a project in um in in Australia, filming with Matthew McConaughey and Ray Winstone. You know, so so he, he he's he's gonna come on. He lives well, I guess it's Middletown, but with a Red Bank mailing address. And he said yeah. uh, he's right down the block. He's. Our generation, Stephen Toblerowski. Yes, yes, All right. yes, yes, fantastic. Yes. So he's the guy you want when you're playing six, um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. He can get you too. Yeah. That's All for right. sure. Uh, very a good utility player. All right, what we're going to do now is a new segment, folks. Something we've never done before here on the program, and this segment is going to be called "Upon Further Review." Upon further review, what Todd. Is that, John? Todd, take us through the rules. No, I want, I'd love to. I'd love a guess. Uh, I love the fact that you introduced that with no idea what what it's all about. That's right. Let me hear what you got. Take a guess. Hmm. Upon okay. Further Upon review. further review. Upon further review. What can that be? Um, you're going to show us something, and we're going to use uh, Chris's friend Steve's instant replay ability to mm. review it further. It's very close, <laughs> surprisingly close, okay. uh, but but actually not at all. So what I'm going to do is uh, I am going to read you a review of a movie uh, from the past. 
and uh, this is these are actually I have a selection of reviews from Roger Ebert, and these happen to be Ooh. all movies that he hated. Okay, oh, uh, I'll read your this review. Is a great, this is a great game. I see where we're going. And you got to you have to guess movie. what movie I'm talking about. Wow. Okay. Yes. Obviously, the details are vague enough. Uh, you'll get a sense of it, but uh, you have to guess. Oh, if I you like get it right, uh, if you, everyone can can throw out a guess as I read it or when I'm finished. Uh, if you get it without any suggestions, that's three points. But then I'll give you three answers. Pick the right one. That's one point. Okay. Fair enough. And you're going to direct each of these at one person? No, or, this is for the for the group. They're all the toss-ups. So we're going to fight say, each so, other to the death to answer these. Yeah, okay. I mean, you, you likely, I mean, you're welcome to yell something out, but uh, just one of those. But uh, but no, I mean, the, the idea would be really, I'll read it out, and I'll give you the three choices. Everyone make your choice in your head or write it down if you have paper or whatever, and then we'll see what we've all got. And uh, I'll keep score if I can if I can. So, so I, I have one request before we begin. Yes, sir. Assuming that we say wait three or four episodes before we do this particular uh, sketch again, uh, let's and Mo will be back. We just jump right into it without any explanation of the rules, and Mo has to figure out what's happening. That's going to be <laughs> part fantastic. of the game. Okay. All right. Get started, Todd. Okay. So as I say, these are, and maybe we'll mix it up, but these are these all happen to be Roger Ebert reviews, and uh, I picked a selection of comedies that he reviewed uh, over the years. Uh, first one up. This movie resolutely avoids all the comic possibilities of its situation and becomes one more dumb high school comedy about sex gags and prom dates. Through superhuman effort of the will, I did not walk out of this movie, but reader, I confess I could not sit through the credits. The MPAA rates this PG-13. It is too vulgar for anyone under 13 and too dumb for anyone over 13. I I would have to start with American Pie. I was going to say American Pie. Uh, that would you said it was PG thirteen though, correct? Yeah, uh, that's right. That was, um, that was R. Um, I'm gonna guess that uh, uh what's um, what's the one with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Seth Green? Uh, um, can't uh, hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. That's what I'm gonna guess. All, you I'm don't gonna, have to guess. Mike, I'm gonna guess you, dazed and confused. All all mm. good guesses. Ooh. All good guesses. All wrong. Saving Silverman. Oh, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so here's here's the clue. Here's why I can't be can't hardly wait or. Days and confused because you mentioned prom dates in the review, mm. and both of those took place on the last day of school. Mm. So, um, okay. Go so, ahead. so let's 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 reason this out, or or better upon yet, for the review. Let me upon for the, upon for the review. All right, so I'll give you three then, choices. You've each okay. taken a guess. Um, okay. The first one, of my choices was American Pie. Number two, Van Wilder. Number three, The Hot Chick. The hot chick. Oh, it's got to be the hot, the hot chick. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with uh, Rob Schneider, the hot chick. Um, yeah. Because he didn't mention in his disgusted review uh, base racial humor, uh, I'm going to say the hot chick because otherwise he would have gotten Kumar uh, big time for uh, for Van Wilder. So go ahead. Oh, Van Wilder? Yeah. The answer is the hot chick. There, yes. you, go. there you go. One you point. point. And Van Wilder was also well done, in gentlemen. college. And, right. Oh, well, there you go. And, all, <laughs> and, and was beloved that film too. Yes, it got, was, but not by Roger. Roger Ebert beloved nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you like right, Clerks? Two. Gave Clerks number, three stars. Oh, cool. well. Number two. I've got. I've got five of these numbers, and then uh, and then a tiebreaker if we need it. Okay. Number two is this movie is aggressively bad, as if it wants to cause suffering to the audience. <laughs> the best thing about it is that it runs for only seventy-five minutes. Speaking in my official capacity as a Pulitzer Prize winner. Mr. Schneider, your movie sucks. All right. Okay. 
Okay. This has to be oh. Deuce Bigelow Milchick. Yes. yes, yes. Has to be. Which was or, a genius film. I, I'm going to guess the, lo- <laughs> the Love Guru. Is that a Rob Schneider film? No, that no. was Mike, Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. Okay. I would Crap. say... Um, Deuce Bigelow, Deuce Bigelow or, or Deuce Bigelow uh, European Gigolo. Oh, oh, that's right. There was a sequel. There was, right. a, there was a, the most unnecessary sequel this side of Caddyshack 2. But let's go with Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo. Okay, well, uh, or is it the, I'm going to hold you, off for a second. Or is my, my, you three, can't, my, my three potential answers for you. Don't were, mess with the Zohan. Is that a Rob Schneider movie? No, no, that's no that was Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Okay, dang. All He's right. in hold it, your, though. Hold He's yourself. We may be going there. Uh, the three possible answers I have for this one. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Mm. Number one. Number two, Deuce Bigelow, European gigolo. Oh, Number no. three, the animal. Before I give my final answer, what? where was Rob parodied? And maybe this is... Was it South Park where they're like he's like and his next movie is he was the animal he was the hot chicken now he's the toaster where, where, was that SNL or was that was that uh, South Park it had to be South Park because they would never do that to, for you, buddy. they would Thanks. never do that to one of their own except, oh I guess you're except right. for Victoria what's her name Jackson oh yeah they don't like her they don't like uh, her. oh wow this is this is tough this is real tough uh, Deuce Bigelow made a lot of money so I oh the animal. Actually, the animal. I, I, I'm gonna. I can just remember him running on all fours yeah. in the trailer. I didn't see the film. I'm Me gonna neither. say I'm gonna go with European Gigolo. I'm gonna go with the animal. I'm changing my my. Uh, Chris, I'm going with Deuce Bigelow. Original, film. original one. And Ming. <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to go with the European Jiggle. I think uh, Mike Zapsic uh, has got his spot on. Even though he's not picking that one. Even though, Even though I'm not, not picking, picking that one. one. I know, Mike, but you suggested uh, it. I you were... Mike, I'm, I'm sorry to say your, in, your original instinct, even though you threw an oar in there uh, covering both of them, was right. It, it is uh, is European Jiggle. Oh, okay. right. I've got John and Ming picking up a point on that one. Oh. All right, next up, someone someone mentioned our friend Adam, Z- Adam Sandler. <laughs> Do I have something visceral against Adam Sandler? I hope not. I try to keep an open mind and approach every movie with high hopes. It would give me enormous satisfaction and relief to actually like him in a movie. But I suggest he's making a tactical error when he creates a character who has the effect of fingernails on a blackboard and then expects us to hang in there for a whole movie. The Water Boy. Eight Crazy Nights. The Water Boy. I'm going to go Jack and Jill on that one. What uh, what was the one with Joy Lauren Adams and the, the little kid? That, that was uh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. I'm going to go with Big Daddy on that Hold one. Hold on a second. I don't like his movies either, really. Uh, few the, of them, The maybe. Water Boy... I it, thought it was it, funny. It, 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 it had some charm. I can't see him savaging it that way. He he had no lower jaw, but he had a heart. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> he was like Serpentor. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm going to give you, you want, you want my three choices? Yes, yeah. let's yes. rock and roll on Now, those. before you give the three choices, if any of them guessed it with their first choice, they would get three points for it, right? That's correct. Okay, so then, then I've decided in playing this game for all of six minutes now. Yeah, it's better to hold off because uh, you know let's yeah. go through and answer the question. But I will, I have, I will and have logged when and uh, if you guys get them. Get uh, that so right. I'm going to ask for then. I'm going to ask uh, the court stenographer. Can we get a read back on the last sentence of the review where he discusses the character Adam Sandler created? Go. I suggest he's making a tactical error when he creates a character who has the effect of fingernails on a blackboard and then expects us to hang in there for a whole movie. I'm going oh, to say Little Nicky. Yep. Ooh, so you picked up oh, two of my yeah. choices. Actually, three. The three choices that I wrote down were The Water Boy, Little Nicky, 
and you don't mess with the Zohan. Ooh. I'll stick with mine. Yeah, I think it's either the Waterboy it's or, be little Nicky. or Little Nicky. Little Nicky was bad. I, uh, yeah. Well, since I brought it up, I'm going to go with the, you don't mess with the Zohan. I'm gonna okay. go I thought that was funny. I'm going that Little Nicky. Was that the one that had Emmanuel Shrieky in it uh, from, um, from Entourage? Yeah. Entourage? Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so what's the, what's the verdict? The correct answer. Uh, none of you got it with the choices. Chris picks up the three-point bonus. It was the Waterboy. Whoa. Chris Dondo. Catching up. Okay. Now nice listen. work. Jumping since, into the lead since, on that one. Since Moe's oh. going to inherit Chris's points here, uh, <laughs> we, we need to we need to play hardball. Okay, Chris can only pick up two points there because on the multiple choice he switched to Little Nicky, so he's three minus one. Okay, <laughs> if it was Chris, a very good if it point. was Chris himself, we'd let him keep it. Although Mike would want him zeroed out completely. But That's but a very good point. <laughs> but but he's playing for Mo. All right, good. well you're playing for Mo, so yeah. Okay. Wow, he really hated the Water Boy that wow. much. Wow. Yeah, that is. <laughs> All right. Next up, he says no, this is. It's, it's a retread of a TV show that ran from somewhere around 1979 to 1985, years during which I was able to find better ways to pass my time. Yes, it is still another TV program I have never, ever seen. As this list grows, it provides more and more clues about why I'm so smart and cheerful. Dukes of Hazard. That's what I would have guessed, too. That's my guess as well. Starsky and Hutch? Charlie's Angels. No, Starsky and Hutch. I- 74. Hmm. <laughs> Book it. It's either wow. going to be Dukes you or guys, Charlie's Angels. You guys Angels. literally just ticked off the three answers. Okay. Charlie's <laughs> Angels, Starsky, <laughs> Starsky and Hutch, and Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. Wow. What's okay. the verdict? I mean, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I mean, Jessica Simpson's behind. Really? That does not make a whole that movie. That doesn't carry a movie, man. And it was Sean, uh, that Sean, Sean William Scott? Sean William Scott, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. He's it got a nice Stifler line. in it. Yeah. Um, the highlight of that movie was Willie Nelson. <laughs> Boy, seventy nine eighty five. I'm gonna I'm uh, I'm gonna eliminate Starsky and Hutch because I was off the air before eighty five. So I will remind you, this is Ebert saying it ran around about. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, even so, I'm gonna go with Dukes of Hazard as my guess. Dukes, uh, Charlie's Angels. Ming? Oh, Dukes of Hazard for sure, yeah. Okay. Starting to get red. Sorry. <laughs> Correct answer is Dukes of Hazard. All right. Now, I think two of you called that out. Like right away. Mike, yeah, Mike. Mike and yeah. Ming? Yes. Do we have a ruling on, uh, uh, do we go who who yelled at first, uh, influencing the others? Do we just Did give I it to both of you? Man? No, not at all. But, I mean, you know, that. I mean, you could take that as a word. But It's your game. You're making the rules. Yeah. It's or, uh, all you know, of all eight a, minutes is yours. You can, give, you can give Chris all the points. We can do whatever you want. Yeah, if you want to dock me a point for That's answering true. second, sure. With Mike. By uh, the way, Paco will agree with me. Little Nikki uh, all day. Uh, Damien says he was going to say really? Dukes. Really? You think so? Damien <laughs> says he was going to say Dukes. Here's what I could say, Damien. You could just say you said Dukes. You're not here. Nobody knows what you said. Yeah, you could. So. Yeah, and I, and I did forget to mention that. That you know, feel free to please play at home. Keep score for they yourselves. Are. Let us know. Uh, let yeah, us know cheap. How you we do. don't give a. We, we got Brand Ray watching. We got Jeff Welker in the house. He also said, "Little Nikki, thanks for this." I'm going to say, I'll give that. To, I'll give it to the first one I hear. So that was uh, that was Mike. But Ming, you get a point for getting it right. Thank you. As thank does you. John. Damien's an honest man. Jeff Welker, the way. the voice of uh, Fred from Scooby Doo. That's awesome. And no, a hell of a slot receiver wait, for the was, Patriots. Was that? Was that? Uh, it was Frank. Frank Welker. Frank Welker. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> 
You're talking to some cartoon heads over here. All right, next Je- up, Jeff, the is, former uh, point blank guest. Uh, this is okay, our good. last one, and then and then I've got a I've got a tiebreaker if we need it. Okay. All right, this one's a little more blind, hopefully. Um, okay, this is one of those movies that plays like an explosion down at the screenplay factory. You can almost picture a <laughs> bewildered office boy, his face smudged with soot, wandering through the ruins and rescuing pages at random. Too bad they didn't mail them to the insurance company instead of filming them. Okay, so first of all, can we just give some credit to Roger Ebert for these reviews? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, he will be missed. Roger Ebert, long of the Chicago Sun Times, and of course, uh, you know, Cisco and Ebert at the movies. Ebert. But um, but but that is so vague that could be anything. So I'm going to have to say Caddyshack too, just on principle. I, uh, I'm yeah, going to guess Pearl uh, Harbor. Oh man, no, he did uh, say he did say comedy though. Oh, these are all comedies. Oh man, these are all comedies. Explosion. Well, loosely defined. I mean, it's all it's all oh, in the eye of the beholder. No, make Michael. Bennett all right, so I'll give you I'll give you three uh, three choices on this okay. one. We've got MacGruber, <laughs> Tommy Boy, or It's Pat the movie. It's Pat the movie. Oh yeah, I'm gonna guess with It's Pat the movie as well. Oh boy, hold on a second. It's Pat. Holy crap. Although MacGruber would be MacGruber's hysterical and Tommy Boy, but you know what? I'm going to change my my answer. It is MacGruber. If he's if he's exercising, you know, uh, you know, metaphor and simile and trying to say, yeah, there's something about the explosion explosion, there. But actually, MacGruber's very funny. Not a horrible movie. Uh, It's Pat the movie. I had to clean my eyes out with a hydrochloric acid once it was over. Uh, <laughs> really? So, um, I, I know it seems like too easy a target, but I'll stick with its pat. Yeah, me too. Two its pats, two MacGrubers? Yes. Well, I'm proud of my choices then. The answer is Tommy Boy. Wow. Oh, what? Wow. Really? Not Tommy Boy. It's a beloved movie. It's a friend. great film. Roger Ebert should have been shitting in boxes. They should and dig him up and kill him again. Are you yeah, kidding seriously. me? I don't mean. I don't what mean was your remove the one. remove the top of his head. So that's that's Bastard. zeros across the board on that one. Oh Our, my god! I mean, I'll I'll tell you that the score is where we're at, and maybe we'll just do the tiebreaker anyway. Um, but we we're currently at a three-way tie of uh, three points apiece for John Ming. And Chris. Oh. All right, well, we're going to let Mike, Mike play also. So. Sure, of course. Mike Zapsik playing along in the lead at four points. Oh, what a jerk you were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. But I'll give you one more. All right. And, uh, and this is breaking away uh, potentially from the, from the comedy. Um, and I don't know. I mean, you can take a guess, but it's, again, pretty blind. I'll give you the choices, but you know, if you're free to take a guess. This movie doesn't scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> This movie isn't the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't below the bottom of the barrel. This movie doesn't deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence with barrels. Wow. There's only one movie that fits that description, and it is Highlander 2. <laughs> yeah. I will stake Not my a, reputation I you, on that. I, you, I did a search of terrible movies just to come up with a couple potential answers here, and Highlander 2 <laughs> featured yeah. prominently in that in those search results. Uh, okay. Uh, um, More accurate, it's Highlander 2, The Quickening. The Quickening, yes, that's right. The Quickening. I'm Introducing gonna, the planet Zeist. The Zeist, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say it's probably Battleground Earth. 
Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth. Oh, it. yes. The Scientology movie yes. with John Travolta. Oh, God. Very Earth. good Jeez. selection. Very, very, very good. Very good. Chris. Um, good fellas don't say it. Come no, on. no, no, no. It's one of the greatest <laughs> films of all time. Um, I'm going to say. Uh, oh, God. Rosemary's baby. No. Um, <laughs> shit. The movie where they eat all the meat? <laughs> yes. Although Battlefield Earth wasn't That's really disgusting. technically comedy, was it? But well, he said oh, um, he's, he's departing. Uh, oh, it is. Oh, okay. My, um, uh, my, you want some my, choices. My mom. My mom. Throw like so my mama from the Your train. Mom, throw my no, mama from the train. Mother, stop or my mom will shoot. Stop no, or my no. mom will shoot. Something about the. <laughs> it was a space with aliens with mothers coming. What the hell? Ming, you probably know. Mars needs moms. Mars needs moms. No. Mom and dad saved the universe. Yes. Is really? That is that it? Is that <laughs> the one, one with uh, Jeffrey Jones? Mo- mom and dad <laughs> the toucher, save the universe. Jeffrey yeah. Jones. Mom's, mom, and, mom and dad save the universe. Final that answer. Cool going with uh, going with Waterworld. Also a great guest. Though that is a great movie and Ooh. very prescient, I think. Uh, your four choices. Uh, I should have mentioned there's four of you. I came up with four answer, potential answers here. First up, we've got Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered. Oh. Number two, Paris Hilton's The Hottie and the Naughty. Yikes. Oh, wait. How, how do we not say white chicks? Again? Yeah. Tom, what, was it Musing one of those? Tom Six's The Human Centipede. And number four, Elizabeth Berkley's last movie, Showgirls. Wow. Whoa. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Showgirls. I think that that didn't get... That was Paul Ver, Verhoeven, right? He wrote that? It is. Yes. Yeah, he got a lot of craft. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say showgirls. Yeah, I gotta go with Freddie Got Fingered. Yeah, good, that's good bad old too, Tom Green, man. That was I, great. I'm gonna rely on Ebert's holier than Dallas and say human centipede. I am also gonna say human centipede just for that reason. Because yeah. he they, he 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 would have been morally repulsed that film was wasted being creating. I'm surprised he even reviewed that film. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe he didn't. Yeah, We're gonna find out right possible. now. He did not. That's yeah. right. Go ahead, Todd. Well, if you look at the uh, look at the comments, our friend Nikki Franco got this one right. Tom Green. Freddie uh, got fingered. Oh. Ming Chen, ladies and gentlemen. I mean. Bonus points out to the two of you. The answer and to uh, and to Ming. The answer is uh, Freddie got fingered. By the way, which seems- leaves us in a pickle. My tiebreaker led us to an actual tie. So congrats, uh, the, the opposite Mike. of a tiebreaker, you had created a tiemaker. Tie cre- tie 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 uh, tie by, by the way, by the way, congrats, coming guys. about an hour too late. Carlos just joined us. He wants to know about Pete Alonso. We did that entire segment already. Uh, so just just to be clear, uh, Carlos, what we the final ruling was that Pete Alonso's fifty three home run record breaking Aaron Judge's is. Tainted because this is the year of the juice, the, the year of the juice ball. So anyway, uh, great segment. Upon further review, uh, take further a few, review. take a few weeks. Come come up with some more there. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I'm gonna have to start going through uh, Ebert's shit just to cheat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, great job though, Todd. Great. Yeah, job. that was fantastic. That really, Thank really God. great. Great idea, and I think. You, you really, for the first time around, you also picked probably the best reviewer you could have. But I know there's a lot of great ones out there. Um, we'll mix it up. Mix it up. So, uh, so let's get to top three, ladies and gentlemen. Top three. Top three. This week was top three television commercial jingles. Todd, kind of uh, partly your arena. I'm mean, having worked in advertising these last 20-something years, although you don't really hear good jingles anymore. And then you're going to see that when we get to the audience's votes. Lots of things from the 60s, 70s, 80s, a few 90s. 
So here's how top three works, ladies and gentlemen. The day or two before airtime, we're going to give you the top three topic out on Facebook on the Point Blank Podcast page. If you're not following us already, please do Point Blank Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, Point Blank Pod. And uh, and so we're going to give you the top three. And and so we're going to go around the room now. Each of us are going to give our top three, and then we're going to reveal you, the audience, the Point Blank viewers, listeners, and fans, what you thought were the top three commercial jingles of all time. But first, we're going to start with the man here on my right, Mr. Mike Zapsik, what do you have as the top three television commercial jingles of all time? Uh, It says Libby's, Libby's, Libby's on the label, label, label. Wow. I'm going, I'm I'm doing deep cuts, man. 1927. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) The very first TV jingle ever created. Uh, No, it wasn't. It was Libby's, Libby's, Libby's on the label, label, label. You will like it, like it, like it on the table, table, table. So... That's one. Uh, N-E-S-T-L-E-S. Nestle's makes the very best chocolate. Wow. And I mean, I took the jingle seriously. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you did because we'll talk about that in a minute. But go ahead. Because a lot of people are like, hey, I love, hey, like a rock. (laughs) Strong as I could be, like a rock. We we got a lot of votes for things that weren't jingles. They were outright songs. Of course. And then we also got a lot of votes for things that had nothing to do with jingles. They're like, Crazy Eddie. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> this price is already insane. That's great. That's not a jingle. Can we just just give it to Crazy Eddie anyway. <laughs> hey, you know what? Didn't he like run to Israel and uh, he took the money and ran? He took big the money time, and ran man. to Israel and not the uh, actor that portrayed him. No, the guy, the actual yeah. Crazy right. Eddie. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Your, and, third, your um, third choice, Mike. My third choice is, and this is a toughie for me. This is, um, but it was. Um, the Alka Seltzer. Oh, Speedy, Plop Fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Mike, what if I told you that two out of your three selections, you're the only person that brought those up? Excellent. Okay. Yes. I'm not going to tell you which two. No, uh, I, I know which two. But there. I know the Plop Plop Fizz right. is probably in there. Chris, we're going to throw it across the table I, to you. I didn't know we had homework. Okay. All right. So, you know what? Take, take some time. Figure it out. Right. Use the pen and paper for yeah. a pot yeah, further pens review. And pen and paper to, has been uh, provided to come for up. To come up. I mean, yeah. that's the kind well, of program we are, ladies right and gentlemen. At, right at the end of the game. Good yes. job uh, yeah. pulling out the paper so yes. we can write that. Of course. Todd, let's go out to chat. I need another minute. As like Chris, I completely missed this one. I've got two of my three. I need to think of one oh, more. Oh, okay. You're only part of the program on a regular basis. Yeah. No uh, Mick Chen. All right. Mick Chen, ladies and gentlemen, your top three commercial jingles. All right. Number three. Let's go with the Kit Kat. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me break off a piece of that, that Kit Kat, Kit Kat bar. bar. Yeah. Somebody got paid a lot of money for that. Yes. That's good. But probably millions of dollars for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, instantly uh, stuck in your head. Uh, the other one, I believe this is national, but the uh, uh, the Empire Carpet jingle. Oh, Yeah. Five uh, eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire, Empire. Yeah. today today the guy, yeah. the guy comes up and he looks like Stanley. I literally, Ming, I he did. Tell you, I, I literally just typed into Google search commercial singing eight hundred number to try and find. I had that <laughs> oh, what that head. was? I, yeah, I couldn't remember what it was. hundred uh, percent right, but but Mike, I'm glad you backed me up on that. Oh yeah, oh my god, the, he the, looks just like Stan. just like Stanley. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That's he two does for look you. Like Stanley. Yeah. And the other one, I don't know if this counts as a commercial jingle, but uh, you know, we're no, watching. Uh, a shared universe, yeah. Yeah, the best <laughs> podcasting place around. But uh, you know, you watch a commercial for deodorant, and at the end, it's by Menon. Okay, Costanza. Yes. So I'm going to tell you something, my, my friend. Zapsic. I am very glad you said that. We do have some votes for it. It wasn't enough to make our top three vote from the fans, but enough votes to earn merit as being the inspiration behind 
Costanza. Costanza. Oh, fantastic. Can I, can I please uh, do my... I, um, I, I, I do have my... Uh, Honorable mention, because sure. because uh, Mo's not here, so I have to throw one out there for you. <laughs> but it was um, the um, Armor Tech Cambridge paving stones with Armor Tech it always look like new. Because yes. it's so stupid, it doesn't rhyme, and it's like I hate these people. I'm never gonna put them in my driveway. But God. Damn, that's in my head. Well, let me tell you something. Get ready for another 30 years of that, because in the latest round of commercials... Oh, the kids? He's brought his sons in to take over the business now. <laughs> his grandchildren. Those little bastards. Play it again. Play it again, Mick. Play it again. Uh, Cambridge. I don't know if this is national. Baby Stone. It'll always look like new. <laughs> I got my three. Go ahead, Chris. What are you? I got the uh, Band-Aid stuck on Band-Aid. Sing a little bit for us. I don't have to sing. Stuck on Band-Aid because Band-Aid stuck on me. Ah, uh, you, yes, yes. You're yeah, talking yeah. about me being old? Listen to this one. And, uh, when was the last time that was used? 1962. Uh, well, you uh, before you give you number two, I'm going to okay. tell you why you don't hear that anymore. Todd, please jump in at any time. It's your specialty. Because Band-Aid... As a brand name, replacing the the thing you bandage. Know, te temporary bandage mm, yes. has become so ubiquitous. They don't need to advertise. Mm. Go ahead. I'm a big kid now. Huggies, <laughs> huggies, huggies. Chris, huggies. are you a big wow. kid now, Chris? Mike and, sings uh, that every day. Well, so I, know. I got, the, uh, I got. You go from huggies to depends. I got, Go ahead. Uh, two for a tie for number one. Is that oh, okay? That's fine. You're all uh, sitting in for Mo, so. <laughs> Oscar Mayer. I, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Wow. And that's old. That's that is an old. old one. Yeah. And then uh, Lucky Drums, they're magically delicious. And I hated that's that not, cereal. It was disgusting. A, that's not a jingle, though. Lucky Drums, they're magically Lucky delicious. I want Okay. Well, if, if men by men and can be in there, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Very, right. very yeah. good. So I'm going to say, Chris, your answers are a mix of. Some very popular ones and some where you staked out your own territory. So great job there. Um, Todd? I'm ready to go, yeah. I've got, I mean, have you had uh, enough time now? or I've had enough time. I okay. came up with my own, and I've even had time to look at uh, some of the entries on our, on our page there. I want to give a shout-out to Christopher Liu and Matt Loving um, on Hot Pocket, looking at uh, Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> talking about Hot Pockets. Hot, hot Pockets. Pockets. Jim Gaffigan, the, uh, fellow Georgetown and, grad and like Todd, I'm, I'm really sorry we in, didn't uh, provide you with pen and paper. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some. Oh, yeah. I was down in uh, in Austin for South by Southwest a couple of years ago and ran into Jim Gaffigan with uh, a buddy of mine who just went up behind him and yelled, Hot pocket. Uh, he was not a fan of that. He, he loves that. So, a couple of things there before you get to your choices, right? The rest of them. So, Jim Gaffigan, like yourself, fellow Georgetown grad. And, and fellow Chrysler Pacifica uh, spokesperson. I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but fan of that in terms of two things mentioned tonight, kids. New York Comic Con and walking up behind someone <laughs> and saying something they said in a commercial, can you reveal? You created X Men? For 2,000 <laughs> points, what we did at the 1993 New York Comic Con and to whom we did it. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was to, um, what's his name? Who created X-Force? Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. Who had uh, just been on which commercials? It was for, uh, what was the name of the jeans? It was, it was Levi's, oh, I think. boy, that's like Levi's five, 501, 501, 501 Blues. Boom, Chris uh -huh. got it. Uh -huh. And the series of commercials were filmed by? Spike Lee. By Spike Lee. 
And and what is the line that Spike? Like, it was uh, uh, Spike Lee interviewing people of the white background, whatever it was. Right. It was Lee Field sitting on a stool, I think, and Spike Lee just randomly in the middle of the commercial says, "And you created X Force?" And uh, yeah, we said that to Rob. <laughs> he, uh, I think, if I recall correctly, got a kick out of it. He did. He did. And, but his uh, entourage did not. Yes. Uh, okay. His entourage basically pushed us out as quickly as they could. That's usually okay, so. Go ahead. Um, I also love your brother coming up with Food Emporium. That is a food. Food Emporium, Food Emporium. Someone made a place just for me. Keep going. I think so. My number one, it's just an all time classic. Your dad, I see, put it out here, as did uh, Mike Zapsick, and sometimes I confuse the two of them. So, um, (laughs) and an an appropriate answer for both of them. Dad, dad just came back in the room. Dad's back. What's up, dad? Well, he had to to take advantage of this product. Uh, A little bit of plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. The fact that they they were able to come up with a catchy jingle <laughs> that also described the success of their product Ooh. Uh, is, uh, is is just priceless. So that that's my number one. And I loved, uh, as I said, I was searching for it. And as Ming, literally as Ming called it out, the fact that Empire Carpet made a jingle out of a random 800 number that did not have any kind of flow to it. It wasn't like, you know, Carmel Cars, <laughs> right. all, you know, 888-888, you know, whatever. It was 588-2300. And they're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Let's make a song about that. And uh, I, I love that yeah, one. It, it worked the, for Jenny, so... Uh, uh, it can work the, for these guys too. The, the third that uh, that I don't think has been mentioned yet. The is, third, uh, you're up to four. But go ahead. Well, I was just giving a shout out. That didn't count. Oh, okay, long. okay. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby oh. back. Oh, wow! I just yeah, saw that in the comments. Hold on, hold Chili's on. Baby Damien Batanelli, he supports you on that one, Chili's my friend. Baby back ribs, barbecue sauce. Baby back, baby back, baby, baby, back, baby back. back, baby back. <laughs> Now, Chris Ladondo wants his baby back, baby no. back, baby it's back, vegan, baby, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I, didn't, I didn't eat ribs when I when I went when I ate meat. Really? Yeah. You missed too out. messy or what? That's my uh, thing. Kind of gross. I'm a weirdo. It's I don't like do ribs. Bacon I don't too. Do... I never eat bacon. Okay. Well, those uh, those vegan ribs. Right vegan ribs are good though. I had the last time you had a bone in your mouth there. All right. Listen. Mo did send in. Mo did send in his choices. Nice. For top three, he has six. Sounds His honorable mentions. I've been mentioned uh, already. Two of them, uh, Band Eight, uh, stuck on Band Eight, stuck on me, and um, and actually, this one I don't think has been mentioned by us, but it's the original Coca Cola jingle. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Oh, okay, wow. Good one. which again, that that kind of crosses the line maybe into like uh, it's a, it's a song territory. But uh, but if you <coughs> Mad Men, the finale is to be believed. It was conceived of by Don Draper. Don Draper. Uh, his uh, third honorable mention is uh, Juicy Fruit. It's going to move you. Okay, now he gets into his actual top three. <laughs> his actual top three is um, Folgers, Folgers Coffee. So I guess, um, yeah. how's that one go? Jeez, um, hey, Folgers up. paving That's coffee with Armadec. <laughs> it always tastes <laughs> like coffee. Something like uh, your morning doesn't start until there's Folgers in your cup. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, the great. Uh, oh, there it is. Waking up, is Folgers in your cup. Uh, okay, all right, so good. That's that's not a bad one. Pretty good. Did you guys not hear me? That's all right. Okay, sorry. Actually, we couldn't. We couldn't hear. No, definitely couldn't. I know. We sounded like Queen right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now his number two. We have the auto, too. His number two is 
strangely prescient for Mo. And this is, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Good one. Okay. Good. Good. Right. And then his number three is, I'm sorry, counting up. His number one is Oscar Mayer, but it's not the Oscar Mayer that Chris oh, came up with. My baloney. Oscar Mayer Wiener. It's Oscar Mayer Baloney. But Baloney has a first name, O-S-C-A-R. Uh. Baloney has a second name, M-E-Y-E-R. Now, that's a great segue into the fan vote. But before we can get to it, we have to get through the annoying part about mine. So we're going to do mine right now. Okay? And uh, once Mo gave me his his votes to read on the air, I said, you know, why the hell not? And I'll do the same thing. So here's my honorable mentions. Okay? Starting my, my uh, honorable mention, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Okay. Great. It's a short jingle. It's powerful, and it makes me really think about what I would do, which is almost anything. The the other one uh, for my honorable mention, it's one that's been stuck in my head since youth. I actually took this week's top three topic, and I texted it to my kids. I said, "Kids, what are the commercial jingles that I, your father, hum and sing all the time, annoyingly, that are in my head that you hate because you don't know what I'm referencing?" Mm. And John immediately said, "I love New York." And he's right. I'm always humming that. I love New York. And you had that big balloon with the I love New York mm. sailing over the cat. change my, I just, it's not this one, okay. but the, but the you Mil- can do whatever you want, The man. Milford Plaza. Do yes. you remember that? Yes. Yes. Holy crap. Absolutely. We're going to get to that. We're gonna, right. And my other, my, 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 my last honorable mention, and I think this might be the newest commercial in the Everything that's been been listed. This is from from about 1992, and it was Peter Pan peanut butter, and and it really the the jingle was just the name. It was Peter Pan peanut butter. Peanut exactly, yes. exactly. So that was my honorable mention. Now here's my top three. Nobody beats the whiz. Nobody, Nobody beats, beats the whiz. whiz. All right, uh, we got Christian over here. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's it, man. Oh uh, I'm gonna go real old school for my number two. Brill cream, a little dabble, do you? Holy Christ. Yeah. My father would hum that. <laughs> say, that's say, it. I think that's, I don't even remember if I've ever seen the commercial. It's just in my I, head. I don't think <laughs> you've ever used the bro cream. I know. Did so. your dad use bro cream? No, he used Vitalis, but it's the same goddamn stuff. I'm not a Deborah Dan. I, I don't use Fop. I'm a Deborah Dan man. <laughs> Here's my number one commercial jingle of all time. Okay. And I don't, again, I don't know if this was national, local. I don't know the extent of the chain. I only know that this chain does not exist anymore. I know that this chain also was about one, one store of the chain was a mile from my house, so I always felt partial to this. And it was Rickle helps you do it better, better, better. do it better, better. and Rickle. Okay, good. So I'm not the only one that remembers that one. That's what my number was Rickle? one. It, it, it's Rickle. It's like a home remember. hardware store. Yeah, it was a hardware store. It was on Forest Avenue. Yes. Don Rickle. There was <laughs> one. Yeah, we used to make fun of it, but uh, there was one on 36. It was like a true value. It. Probably yeah. a Beyond, smaller no, chain. No, it was a very small uh, Home Depot. There was one in Middletown, yeah, yeah. and there was one in uh, West Long Branch. It's where Bed Bath & Beyond is now. And they were put out of business by the Home Depots and yep. the big box ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, that one is just always in my head. I find myself humming it, and uh, I apologize to the kids. So let's get to the fan vote, okay? I got to give it out to Noah Garrison throwing out Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. Beautiful yes. Mount Airy Lodge. <laughs> that would have been your fourth, winner. right? Mike? That that would have been an honorable mention, yeah. And by the way, Which uh, was I basically thought a, all you have to bring is your love of everything. It was basically a, a Mo 
a motel where you just, you know, you Bone. fucking yeah. uh, in a champagne yeah. glass. Is that the tub? loop in Woodbridge? I mean, what are I'm we right. talking about? No, the Coliseum up oh, in oh, Sayreville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 90s. Uh, but yeah, yeah good, good shout out to, uh, for, to our old buddy Noah there. All right. I'm going to read the, the results of the fan votes. Guys, we received, not counting our votes here, we received a total of, well, it's my favorite uh, sitcom. Um, it's my fourth favorite sitcom. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> it's my fourth favorite NBC Thursday night African-American-based sitcom, and it's 227. That, oh, wow. that, that, that is the amount of votes that we received here. Okay, 227 votes. Let's count really? it. Yeah, let's Jack count it. Jack A. Harry. Let's count it down. Uh, num- number ten. All right. Number ten with three votes. Number I love 10, I, I, I love it. New York and Peter Pan peanut butter. Okay. So I'm not the only one that remembered that. Okay. Okay. Number nine with four votes apiece. Alka Seltzer, plop plop, fizz fizz. Bumblebee tuna. I cannot wow. recall that one okay. myself. I love bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. tuna. Yes, yes, yes. Bumblebee, <laughs> bumblebee. Yeah, I do remember it now. Wow, I completely forgot that existed. I love oh. the tuna. That's called bumblebee. All right, so Burger King uh, is is. Have it your way. Uh, I guess something about uh, George said he was one of the people that voted for this, and he's saying something about hold like the pickle hold exact, the lettuce. It doesn't matter exactly. All we ask is that you let us. Holy crap! So that that, that had four <laughs> votes. Also with four votes, Salino and Barnes injury <laughs> attorneys. Then you've got looks like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. Oh Who's my that? God! Easy that spirits. Easy spirits. Spirit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. With four votes, Empire Today. Okay. A couple of you guys said that one. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then uh, Klondike Bar also number four, and the first of two times that McDonald's appears in this list. So we already mentioned Oscar Meyer. Whatever ad agency they use, they did a great job. They got two on this list. McDonald's also got two, and this was I think for it was Sterling Cooper, by the way. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was. Uh, this one with four votes was the to all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. Now, Meow Mix is here with four votes. But is that, I just, it was like meow, 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 That's a jingle. Okay, I get Whoa, whim. What about the, do you remember the, the cat, the category? Yeah, the, the, the. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised no one mentioned freecreditreport.com. Those mm. jingles were what? hella catchy. Well, listen, we're only uh, we're only on number nine of our top ten here, so uh, I, I can't tell you that's not coming. But to be continued next episode. That's right. <laughs> the top five. Okay, here we go. Four votes. Mention. <laughs> Steady. Mention as an add-on by Mike. Okay. The Milford Plaza is a lullaby of all Broadway. I love that. And with four votes, beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. So Noah Garrison mentioned it on my page. It was also mentioned in the Essential Guy Talk group and the Point Blank page. And the last one with four votes, the big tie. This is the biggest tie we're going to get all night. So after this, it thins out. Nine votes. It's Todd. You used to live there. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco tree. Okay, let's move into eighth place with five votes. This is the only thing in eighth place by itself. Nobody beats the whiz. At seven, we have a three-way tie. Uh, double mint gum. Can someone tell me that one? 
double uh, your pleasure, double, double your fun. Yeah. I can't remember the rest. Okay, well, they got, they, they, they got double your pleasure, double your fun, double your da, da, with double mint gum. Uh, when I hear that, I'm just thinking of that uh, Coors Light commercial, that. the twins, but that's okay. All right, so that's six right there for double mint, six votes also for Dr. Pepper. Okay, wouldn't you like to be a, a pepper too? Oh my God, David Naughton. That's, that's correct, David Naughton. The, yes. The actual American werewolf in London. And, and he's specifically mentioned in some of the votes. Okay. And then also with six votes, uh, Kit Kat. I think that was one of Ming's. Yes, right? it was. Yes. Uh, it was also one of Lovely Suzanne voted for that one as well. Okay. Coming in seventh place. Uh, 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 okay. That, that was the that was the three way tie. It was in sixth place with eight votes. Chris Ladondo, Band-Aid Stuck on Me. Oh. Okay. Now, uh, from here on in, we're on our top five out of top three. These all have double digits with 10 votes. The best part of waking up is Folgers in, in your, your cup. cup. Folgers in your cup, Strong. 10. This is unprecedented in the history of top three, which is about to happen. Coming in at fourth place, Oscar Meyer Bologna. And in and that's with twelve votes, but with fourteen votes in third place, back to back is Oscar Meyer Wiener. I want to be one. It's amazing, Oscar Meyer. Great job. Uh, the other McDonald's that made it, by the way, wasn't in. Didn't finish in our top ten, but it was another McDonald's with two votes, and it was. Uh, it's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's. So I guess they get two jingles there. Well, it wasn't Mac tonight. For God's oh sake, God. no, no, Mac tonight. Thank oh, God. God. Added this week, this week. <laughs> To the list of hate speech, along with the OK symbol. That's true. Uh, I don't know if it's a Justice Department or not. So uh, coming in in second place, a two-way tie. A two-way tie. Coca-Cola, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Okay. And for this second place, I actually netted down the number because we had a certain number of votes. But then we had people saying it was the worst one of all time. Okay. So I netted it down, 16 votes. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. It actually, we've never had a top three where people have said, "Well, whatever it is, this is not the top three. and that's what happened there. But it still got enough votes that it came in second place. <clears throat> Sixteen votes, first place with twenty-two votes. Any guesses? I don't want to grow up. Oh, toys are us, kids. They got a million toys. Of toys are us. That I could play with. You got it, Christian. That's right. From that bikes is... and games to video no trains to video games. It's the biggest toy store there is. Bring it home. Bring it home. I don't want to grow up. Cause maybe if I did, I wouldn't be a Toys R Us kid. More games, more toys. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, guys. I gotta stop I watching so much TV. ASCAP's gonna call. They're gonna say we owe them six hundred and ninety three dollars. Um, but that's fine. Okay, so that's our top three. Fair use. <laughs> top I got a question for Todd. Oh, go. Yeah, no, no, go, go. No, we're done. Go, go. Todd, how, you went to Georgetown? Yes, sir. How underwhelming was it when you walked down the exorcist steps for the first time and it led into a gas station? <laughs> it is true. It's true. You got to go up the steps. Yeah, yeah I did. Up, I, know, I did. Up, I almost fell down. Like, you know who Todd went to school with? No. Murr. Jim Murray. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Uh, that's let's, right. Let's, they went to let's talk a little bit English about major. this second beer that we're drinking here. And if anyone needs a refill, uh, Ming? Okay. Yes, please. It's very good. Okay. So I'm about to talk about it. But first, we're going to pour some out here. And um, 
I can't say TV's Chris Lodano because you keep getting getting denied the walk-on yeah. role. But did you need a refill here? No, thank you. Okay. So this is going to be uh, – the name of the beer is called Wildings. All right. So if you're a fan of uh, of, uh, of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones okay. you say, okay, we got the Wildings. All right. And this is from Off Color Brewing. Todd, do you know where Off Color Brewing is located? No, I don't. That it sounds is in familiar, sh- though. Chicago, Illinois, my friend. Oh, so, wait a- where is it? It sounds familiar. I, I haven't been there. All right. Well, I mean, you say where is it? I said it's Chicago. I can't give you the exact address. I'm going to leave that up to you. I'll but find out. But we're drinking here in Wildings is a native and wild fermented wild air aged in an oak feeder coming in at 6.6%. And much as Maine Brewing does not give their full hop schedule, uh, here they do. We have the malt bill, pills, special aromatic, raw wheat, and spelt at hops, nuggets, sterling, and liberty. Liberty. So this is a wild ale. So what does that mean? They didn't add any yeast to this. They let whatever native yeast, and I hope they were all vegan yeast, right. um, um, just enter into it. And the feeder, just so you know, uh, uh, um, is, is a giant, instead of those those stainless steel tanks, this is a wooden tank with no top. They leave it open. And then nature's going to take its course, which is, of course, is how beer was made 10,000 years ago, and is the reason that beer is the cause behind civilization because people in ancient Mesopotamia didn't know what we know about microbiology at the time. And so they just know if they left some, some fruit out and it rained on it, something magical would happen. And then when they ate or drank the, the, the runoff, they would feel pretty woozy and they liked that feeling. And so this led to civilization as we know it happening because before that we were a nomadic race of humans. This made them stay in one place to let this, this magic transfiguration Whoa. happen. But ironically – you can't drink it there where it's green uh, anymore. In 2019, <laughs> yes. that's right. The, the cradle of civilization was the cradle of beer, and now not so much. Was probably Mesopotamia was around where I guess where Iraq is. That's right, between the uh, Tigris, Tigris and the Euphrates. Euphrates. That's right. Good call there, Chris. Thank you. All right, so now, Todd. Off, off color brewing uh, across the river, right? The, uh, the little out, outreach of the canal there from Goose Island. So right off Goose Island, up in uh, up in Old Town, in off North Kingsbury. I have to go check it well, out. Well, Todd, correct me if I'm wrong. When I came out to see you in July, and then I said, "Listen, we got to go see Goose Island." That that was my first visit to Goose Island, but that was also your first visit to Goose Island. Yeah, it was our, my first visit to Goose Island Brewery. I'm talking about actual Goose Island, which is. Oh, not oh, where oh of, of course, of course, of course. The Goose Island, there's, yes. a, there's, it, a, there's a small island there in that, the river, uh, yeah, man-made by the canal being crafted yep. through there of the, uh, the north branch of the Chicago River. Off Color Brewing is right on that canal. And well, uh, next listen, time you come, we'll hit it up. Absolutely. Where did you get this stuff? That, I'm going gonna, I'm uh, to tell you about it in a second, but before I do, ever steady Pat Kuwula to the rescue. He's giving the full address if you want to mail something there, uh, there or, you or you know you, you can do that, and that's 1460 North Kingsbury Street. So, so I didn't pick this up in Chicago. When I was out by you, uh, actually, I picked this up in a pretty unusual location, Miami, Florida. Um, one of the world's best craft beer stores is in Florida. It's Union Beer Store. Todd, I'm not expecting you to remember this, but not this year, 19, but in 2018, when we went to Tampa, Florida for uh, a Cigar City Brewing's Hunapu release day, which is a big, 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 big festival. We'll be back again this March. Perhaps Ross Brewing will be pouring there. Um, 
but we met a guy there and he said, oh, Ross Brewing. I know you guys. I'm like, how do you know us? You know, we don't, we don't even, we don't exist yet. He's like, no, I follow you on Instagram. He goes, I'm originally from Jersey. I moved down to Florida. Uh, I'm in Miami. I opened this craft beer store. I want to carry you guys when you're ready to come to Florida. So when I went to Miami for work this summer, right after Chicago, I went at the end of July, I stopped by his store. He had a selection from all over the country of beers I do not get around here. This was one of them. And so we're enjoying it now. Sorry you can't enjoy it with us. Do you have... A second beer I, that you're drinking. I, I I don't. I um I've been I've been just finishing up my plead the fifth. I haven't reloaded yet. Um I can do so. I don't know how much longer we're going, but uh, no, I'm good for now. We're gonna bring it home real soon, but uh, that's the second beer. I'm enjoying it tremendously. Chris, you did not have our first beer. You're not a notoriously big beer drinker to begin with. This is probably the third or fourth beer I had all year. Okay. All year. So okay. out of those three or four, how does this rank? <laughs> this is pretty good. Definitely top three, I would say. This is really good. It's not as skunky as the other beers he's had. There's no skunk it, here. It tastes like a all. Belgian beer almost. Uh, well, that's interesting you say that. That style of wild fermentation, of natural fermentation, <coughs> is a Belgian style. It started there. So he knows his shit. Whoa. Uh, you like that? You know, and so, Delirium? Course and Dunk? Okay, all right. Life in Zgudenbahn? Okay, did, I, did I murder that, that one? That, that, that one, I'm not sure. Lindemann, wait. Well, Lindemann's. Lindemann's. Yeah. Lindemann's for sure. Yes. Um, but in any event, good call there. It, they're Chimay, repl- they're replicating that style. So those are Trappist styles. They don't. You, you should have quit when you just said Belgian, but it's okay. <laughs> the Tremens. The, the Tremens, tra- would you say, Delir- right? Delirium Tremens. The, those, they tend to... You know, add the yeast that they want to add, but there are a lot of others that you know this Belgian style, this farmhouse style. They just let whatever happens and whatever will be will be. All right, guys, made by monks. Yeah, it's got a little sour note to it. I love it. I'm love I'm, I'm going to look to Mike here, okay, and we're yes, going to put this on you. I right. think we can do what I'm going to propose right now. Okay. I think we can do it. Okay, but I also understand if we can't do it. I think we're going to get to our social media follows of the week and combat trivia because Whoa. Todd, because, because listen, Todd's got a new rule proposal to speed up combat trivia. I like it. Okay, so you, you, you're down. I say, Todd, go. go I say we name. do follows of the week and we save combat trivia. We we focus on a game of a game an episode, but. Or yeah, I, it'll, I it'll thought, see, that's not where I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to say save it for when Mo is back and can defend his his position. Yes, actually, I. That's what I meant. Yeah, Mo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, what do we do with Mo? Yeah, why don't we? You're, I'm going to say let's let's save it. I know we we've eschewed it for the past three episodes. Three we haven't episodes. done it. I know, but all right, because I'm shoes, I, Mo. We, just, just just to reframe this for the audience, I, the last time we played, which was four episodes ago, we played and then we skipped it for three. I did something unprecedented. I went from first to last in the span of one episode. <laughs> and you can only do that one way, folks. And that's the old donut. And I'm a big fan of donuts, but not in combat trivia. I drew a zero on Walking Dead. So I'm I'm chomping at the bit to start, try to make up some points. I know you are. But, but, but all right. I, to be I, fair to Mo. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll defer. Uh, what I thought would have been really funny is with no preparation to have Chris just do Mo's topic of A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> and, and, that would do as are. well as Mo would. We know that. <laughs> Oh, my no, God. You. Oh, stop it. Stop it. All right. So let's get to our social media follows of the week. Now, Christian over there on the other side of the glass, uh, I don't know if you've got the ability that as Yeah, we, if you get throw up a web browser, uh, I think so, just open up Safari. And, so if we can get uh, another window on the screen, we got a lot of windows going on the screen, but if we can get one up there. And uh, so as we get through these social media follows of the week, we can let the people see that what we're looking at. So uh, here's how that works, folks. We're going to give something. 
whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever other social media that uh, that, that you choose to follow, we're going to give an account. An account that maybe you think should be followed because it's got great content. Maybe it's a, a friend or a business you're trying to, to help move along and promote. Maybe it's somebody who uh, who doesn't need the exposure, you know, but but you think it's just so darn entertaining. You want to share that. Uh, and who can forget when 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 Mo uh, shed some light on that account that we hadn't heard of before? Van City Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and uh, and uh, but you know it was to be appreciated. So um, is there anyone that wants to go? First, with their social media, follow the week. Go ahead, Chris. Chris, why don't we let our guests go first? uh, Can you you come back to me? All right, we're gonna we're gonna circle (laughs) back to Chris. Todd, what are you thinking, buddy? All right, I got one for you. This is uh, an Instagram. Instagram, okay. Pull up the Instagrams, and in honor of uh, some of the stuff going down in the news, um, I thought this would be relevant and important for all of us to follow. Before you give it, uh, did you you realize that George said he has tuned in? His his suggestion for an account was uh, Lady Gaga. So uh, continue, (laughs) continue. (laughs) Big surprise there. Big surprise. She needs the support. (laughs) He was also anxious to know what about his his top three picks. He wanted to make sure that uh, that all of those were recognized. Uh, I told him, don't worry, he wins. We've read none of them. You can email Um, him at a underscore star underscore (laughs) is underscore. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, as I said, very, very current, very newsworthy. This one is Instagram. Uh, look at this Russian. All together, no co- no uh, spaces or anything else. Uh, I can't wait to have look, this one brought look up. Look at this Russian. Is this the right account that Christian's brought up here? Whoa. Oh yeah. What? So uh, I mean, just scroll sort through. Of mutancy is that? Two of my two of my fa- This is basically various <laughs> Russian oh videos oh and photographs. Oh, uh, John Ross, on, the intern, the, would uh, absolutely eat this up. Which go, one? go top right. The guy playing uh, violin, the, all the way at the top right there. Okay. This is happening in Russia as we speak. <laughs> Whoa. Listeners, before we do, listeners, I just have to tell you, if you're not watching on Facebook Live, if you're listening to this on streaming or download on any of, uh, you know, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, I, I, I know you can't see what we just saw. And it's for the best. But look it up. It's probably for the best. Look it up. It's with the music. Uh, also, mu- musically inclined. Click on that on that next one there. Now, are you sure that what part is this actually uh, broadcasting from Chernobyl? <laughs> oh my God, it could be. <laughs> Great call, Chris. Is Seriously. it this one, man? Yeah, yeah. Play this guy. This is, uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. The holy. I don't know, and I don't want to know. I'm I'm not. Okay. views can't be wrong, ladies and gentlemen. What? Wait a minute. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so gender fluidity is a thing in Russia as well. That's good to hear. I guess so. I thought Putin stamped that out, but uh all these kids he's are dead. Got 99 now. All these kids are dead. But a bitch yet one. Oh. All, 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 the, all these kids are dead by the way. Oh my god. god. 
Extensive radiation poisoning. Do you, um, Mike, do you remember old friend uh, Andy Milanakis? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yes. It's very, like very that. reminiscent of that. It, he is the Russian version of That Andy could be Milanakis. him for all I know. I don't, maybe he went to Russia. Yeah, he learned how to speak the language. I haven't seen him in a while. pictures. Oh, Todd, we're losing your hosts. Get closer to the mic. Or donkey lips. I'm not sure. Just scroll down a little bit more. There's a there's a row of three pictures of uh, two women with giant lips. Keep going. Keep going a little bit more. Uh, right there. I, oh yeah, I see them in Staten Island all the time. See, oh, great. You, I'd rather see Russian Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You got Spider-Man. You've got the uh, um, what are they called? Teletubbies. Libs. <laughs> Teletubbies. <laughs> Teletubbies. What what is happening here? I, yeah, I, it, it's it's just a fantastic follow. So there and you go. These are Look the people who took over the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've, they are uh, very I know what I'm specifically, doing very specifically hmm. behind the Russian bot. App to uh, op to uh, to subvert our presidency. Uh, so that's great. And in the name of it again, one last time for those that are just joining us now. Look at, look at this Russian. Look at this Russian. I can guarantee you, you've just made me four percent cooler to my son John Ross, the intern, when I reveal <laughs> this to him. Great, great. And, job. and there are sister accounts. There's look at that Russian, look oh. at that American, and look at that Euro. So wow, you got a lot to hire. You got a lot. There's to also look at this dude. <laughs> Nick yeah. Franco. Yeah, old, uh, Nick Franco says in the first video, "Wow, that's a big violin." Yes. And, <laughs> and 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 George said he wants to know where's the Russian Benny Hill. Okay, so that was a great one to start us off. It's gonna be a tough act to follow. Uh, I, 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 I have, I have. Well, yeah, man, you go. I have. How can one, you follow? No, go ahead, Chris. Go for it. Um, yeah. You guys hear of uh, the podcast um, "Going Deep" with Chad and J- JT? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, they're great. They're two guys. They were just on Ellen the other day. Okay. What's oh, wow. the? Uh, is this Instagram? There, uh, or Twitter. Let's. They were on Ellen. Point blank is aiming for Ricky Lake. But go ahead. So these two guys are from uh, Southern California, and they basically go to uh, oh, city council no meetings. No, wait, not the guys that are like the Nickelback guys or whatever. Yes. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> the, he says his name I is love them. Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger yeah. and yeah. JT Barr. So they, uh, oh, they are awesome. They are amazing. I highly recommend uh, doing a YouTube search of <sighs> them going to city council meetings and you know um, some of the things that they, they try to get approved in the, in the local um, – you know, uh, I think the last one is they want to make Fourth of July into two days. Two two days. They also want a a Paul Walker uh, statue erected uh, at uh, at San Clemente Beach <laughs> and all the stuff. It's great. Anyway, on but, but is that is that like an act or that's how those guys really? Okay, yeah. all right. But yeah. the, so um, it's at Chad goes deep. That's the official. Uh, uh, now, when you see Chad Kroger and you've got that 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 you know. A verified there symbol. You're thinking, oh, okay, this is the lead singer of Nickelback. No, it is not. So they're like Southern California dudes and all that stuff. They got that going. They got their boy Strider over there. Um, I listened to their podcast, but you really have to check out the videos that they do. So, at, it, so um, which came first? Which, like, they did, um, they, I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think the videos came first, and now they just they, they have a podcast. But they get like big guests on too, that, like Tony Hawk on, and like oh, you know, wow. yeah, they get some you know, catch some steam. They were just joins. on. Uh, they were just on what do you call it, Ellen the other day. That is awesome. I I, I can say those videos. Hysterical. They got Tim Heidecker. Oh my! 
Yeah, they 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 are. Oh no, that's the Tim Heidecker for DA thing. I, I know that's that's a funny one too, but but they are hilarious. Yeah, I mean, and you see these city council people and mayors like they don't know what to do with these guys because uh, they have to. Everybody, I think, right. has illegally like three minutes of 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 time that they have to speak, so they have to listen to them. And for those who haven't, <laughs> and, and if you don't know, you know they're gonna go they're gonna go up with like a really affected like California surfer board accent. Yes, and they're just gonna be like. Dude, you know, like we're really just here to propose that, you know, there's just the 4th of July is just there's so much fun on that day. It can't be contained by one day. So we want to propose that the council <laughs> makes the 4th of July into two days, yeah. you know. So, so could I play? Please uh, go for it. So sure, hold is, it up to the mic. Yeah. So. Um, so here we go. And uh, crank the volume. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Uh, what up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. First of all, hang on just a moment. Yep. So you may have a seat until I'll call you up. All right. Thank you very much. Um, first, I just want to say thank you. Uh, nothing gets me more stoked than six hours of civil service. <laughs> I come to you from a land called SoCal, and also just want to say that I'm honored to be in this newfound land of Delaware. I wasn't aware that the government had inducted a 51st state, but I'm stoked that you joined America. Welcome. <laughs> Abuse. According to our sources, an attempt has been made to suppress their right to party. Not to get too lawyery on you, but this is in direct violation of the Constitution. Our forefathers <laughs> valued the right to rage without government restriction. Obviously, the forefathers loved to get naked and funnel brews. As a young man entering college, I had dabbled in partying, but I had yet to fully hop on the BL Smooth froth train. It wasn't until a day party called Jungle that I discovered my edge and freed myself from party self-consciousness. Upon arrival, I was stiff. I hadn't even taken my shirt off yet, and the thought of dropping dong had not even entered my mind space. <laughs> then my college buddy ass clown threw on strobe by Dead Mouse. And my body just went haywire on the dance floor. After tearing it up, I had a fire combo with Tiffany Van Raphorst, and we dated for two weeks after. The self-confidence I gained from that epic flame with Tiff turned me from a man into an activist. Counsel, I beg of you, please refund this law. Much like Gandhi, I've been on a Jews cleanse and protest and will continue this cleanse until <laughs> oh the situation God. is rectified. Oh we must not prevent these kids from reaching their full potential. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here tonight, JT. Thank you. Oh, now JT's going to come. All right, well, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll, we'll stop. Yeah, we'll yeah. Stop we, don't, there. we don't really need That's all great. 22 hours of that. That's great. So he follows that up. That's yeah, all. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just look great. for the. That's there's all. so many of. There, there's, there's a ton of them out there. Ton of them. Great, great call, Chris. Thank you. I did not know that they even had a podcast. Oh, you, great. You've made my night. Thank you. After <laughs> you already did with the hoof. Okay, so oh, we're doing great. Ming, I, uh, Chris, if you go to Instagram.com, going off uh, <clears throat> off my usual pics. Uh, oh, you're gonna go off? I know. I'm going with a male first of all. It's a male Whoa. cosplayer. What? <laughs> a it's, sexy male uh, cosplayer. Instagram.com uh, slash Vance underscore Kelly V A N C E underscore Kelly. So each year I go to New York Comic Con, I, I vow not to buy anything. Mm. It's like Goodfellas. Don't buy anything. What did I tell you? Don't buy anything. And he didn't yeah, listen. that's it. And he, that's it. and he didn't listen on Goodfellas. And uh, I keep running across this post that Cadillac. This poster booth uh, called uh, Hero Complex Gallery. Ooh. And uh, this guy makes the most uh, amazing. Uh, this Hero Complex Gallery has the most amazing posters. 
I've seen anywhere. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Pulp Fiction, Lo- uh, Lost Boys. Great help. So last boy. night, yeah. Last really? year, I ran to them. They had a Lost Boys poster. They're rolling them up. I tried to buy one, but it was too early. I was a day too early. They wouldn't sell it to me. Next day, I get to the con right. Like the crack of dawn, I run over to this booth. And it was and I, sold out. No, I bought the poster. There was one of three. One of three. I got one of them. I paid $85 for this poster. Wow. $85 for a poster. Totally worth it. But it's worth it. It's worth it. And, uh, you know, I. This is some amazing. Look at that alien right yeah, there. Yeah, this guy is. Uh, the Lost Boys poster wow. is pretty badass. This, this, this guy is. He's incredibly talented. And so here's the thing Vance was there. And I bought the poster. He's like, hey, man, uh, would you like me to sign this? And I had to hesitate for a moment. And I was like, listen. Someone asked you if you're a god. <laughs> you say yes. I'm like, listen, you are incredible. You ju- you embody everything I lost about the Lost Boys. You put it on a poster. However, could you please sign the back of it? I do want you to sign it. Could you sign the back? Because even if I ran into Kiefer Sutherland and the ghost of Corey Haim, I would not have them sign the front of the poster. Look at these so beautiful. dark. Look at these dark. I would have them sign the back as well. That's how beautiful. Just, that's how you didn't want him to besmirch his own artwork. I did not. I did wow. not. So, um, so. He's got a lot of great pop, pop culture. So posters. I went over to the. I I got to near Comic Con today. I tried to avert my eyes, but I went over to the booth, and I see more eighty five dollar posters that I want. I'm probably gonna walk away with one because I can see it hanging in one of listeners. Our, the please studio. come in, book a few more hours of studio yeah, time to make you get a poster. Made, yeah, eighty five freaking dollars though. Like seriously, what the hell? But now, where's the Lost Boys one? It's right there. That's it, right there. No, no. Where is it? In oh, his, it's in at, a, home, at home. It's in a poster tube in the other studio, waiting to be framed. Is that the poster? That's the poster. That is sick. That's. I Are mean, you come on, me? man. Seriously, seriously, yeah. Are they like limited edition or anything? Yeah, the one I got was. Uh, it doesn't have a wet. Uh, it doesn't have a uh, red background. It's a pearlescent white. Like shiny background, and they told me it was one of three. Which oh, that's I, cool. And I, well, that, that's extremely limited. Yeah, yeah. And I got it. So. All right. So again, the and name Todd of the back. account. The name of the account. It's Vance underscore Kelly. Vance underscore Kelly. Just like it sounds. Okay, spelled the traditional yeah. way. Yeah. And okay. if you're going to your Comic Con, uh, try try to go to Hero Complex Gallery and not buy a poster. Uh, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to buy a poster, this is the one. These are the ones to get. So, and I did see something today. Then I'm like. God damn you guys! What the hell? Like I don't need. Ming another... is going to be back this weekend. Don't oh, need another shit. poster. Is it the Fifth Element poster? It's not Fifth Element. I like right. I like the Fifth Element. I don't love it, but I do like the Fifth Element. But uh, no, there there is a Pulp Fiction poster. Oh, we're screwed. Uh, where it's taken from the vantage of the trunk with jewels. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah. And um and uh, what the hell is John Travolta's Vince. characters? Yeah, Vince and uh and Jules and it's it's Vinny Vega. Vincent and, and there Vega. there are variants to it's crazy. So anyway, you one, know what? That's what I'm looking for. Mike, you're up next. All right. We're staying on Instagram, Christian. Awesome. Going to weird underscore history. Weird underscore history. I'm looking it up right now. This is um it's got like What's Sinister this? overtones, and it's, it's got Mr. Uh, Belding. Mr. Belding is that? Uh, no, Wait, Mr. Belding what? from <laughs> Saved by the Bell. No, like, right? that's that's uh, William Daniels from Oh from Night Rider? Elsewhere oh, and Night Rider. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Michael, Michael. Like that? Uh, they they um, they focus on stories that are just kind of weird, like. Um, 
hey, the Lindbergh guy, guess what? He might not have been the, you know, the guy who got executed for kidnapping the Lindbergh baby. God, this he might a, not have done it. This is a good one. At just 12 years old, Johnny Cash witnessed the heartbreaking death of his brother. He then had to dig his brother's grave. Yeah. Wow. How okay. messed up is that? Yeah. I, I, I love that, by the way, that's just like a random sentence fact. Like it's, Yeah, it's, and you have to click, and you have to... Uh, right. Actually, they make it a little bit difficult for you to get the information, but it's chock full of weird nuggets of information from the past, so that's why I love it. Well, you ever see those... Speaking of, like, uh, like funerals and stuff, do you ever see, like, an old house, the side that's got, like... Like uh, looks like a tiny window type of thing. That's where they would move coffins through because they would have funerals yeah. in in homes. Really? Yeah. There was no pol- like funeral pile. They would have the wake at at the house, and they would just throw the they well not throw move the coffin through right. the side of the house. Right there, they've got a picture of Vlad Tepe's Halloween yard decoration <laughs> champion, champion. fourteen fifty six to fourteen sixty two. I love it. So that's uh, my pick in, over the week. Impaling all his enemies. Um, here's mine. We'll stay on Instagram, and this is a good one, Mike. I actually just followed it right now. Uh, they're, they're they're mixing these history facts in with some pretty cool memes too. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine's going to be this, Christian. It's Alex on the mic. A L E X O N T H E M I C. So this is Alex Gervasi, and so Alex has her own podcast as well. It's called Alex Tries Her Best. She also. Uh, is a, is a radio, I don't know if the term is even DJ, but a radio presenter for 1027 KISS FM in LA. I think we all know KISS FM. They've been the the, the national tastemaker for rock and roll for, for probably about 40, 50 years. And so Alex has a show there. She's got her She's got her podcast, and so her Instagram, uh, she posts snippets of her podcast whenever there's a new episode being dropped. She also, being in L.A., and I don't know how she hasn't crossed paths with her own Mighty Muhammad, but uh, but she's at different galas and events all the time, and uh, she's very, very talented. And uh, we see her there with a lightsaber. Okay, so we know we know she's cool as well, and um, so actually, so 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 we've been in contact, and uh, you know we've talked about this often enough. Yeah. That uh, you know, take, take doing a point blank road show out in LA, out by Mo. We'll come out to the world's greatest city, Irvine, California, and set up the equipment and do a poolside podcast. And uh, and so Alex is one one of, one of the. Uh, one of the podcasters already who's saying, yes, she'd be interested in coming on and uh, expanding her audience as well. So um, anyway, that's Alex on the mic. She's on Instagram. So we've got Todd. We've got Chris. We've got Mike. We've got Ming. We've got myself. That is social media follows of the week. Um, by by mutual accord, we are going to skip combat trivia right now. So let's get to parting shots. And uh, actually, I'll just throw this out there regarding mail call. Uh, mail call, if you want to have your mail read on the air, you can send a mail to point blank at rossbrewing.com, point blank at rossbrewing.com. We'll read your mail on the air. Just say your name and town, wherever you're from. We're going to be abbreviating it right now because we've been reading so many of our comments from the Facebook feed. So we're going to get right to parting shot. Parting shot. Anything you want to get off your chest, any topic at all. Todd, we're going to start with you, your parting shot. I'm just going to say, I mean, it's the last thing I expected to say at the end of this episode, but uh, I miss Mo. 
It was... Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Todd. No. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. I love you Yeah, you guys. didn't replace okay. him. You're, you were in addition to <laughs> oh replace him. Wow, that Literally was... Yeah, no. yeah, I apologize. It's actually I apologize. a little pretentious, actually. Todd, but okay. Actually, I don't next think that time, fuck you is enthusiastic enough. Oh, yeah. 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 Next time, Chris, you can do better than that. <laughs> next time John says, hey, we've got Ladondo on, you can be like, no, we're not. Veto it. No, if I had to choose, I would definitely take Chris over Mo. Let's be clear. Oh, come on. Come on. I, miss, I would you know, take Mo I miss, over me. Uh, I, I miss him. I hope everything's all right. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one, Mo. That's right. He'll be he'll be back next week. Mike, your parting shot. Uh, I want to thank Circle uh, Hyundai over in lovely Shrewsbury, New Jersey, for um, – I went in to have my wife's car serviced, and um, three days and six hours later – they still haven't fixed the problem. So what's up did with they that? Fi- did they at least figure out what the problem is? Or uh, nah, no. what is the problem? Uh, no, her um, her. It's with um, the framostat. Her car. Yeah, the, exactly the framostat. The her car play doesn't work. So they're trying to figure that one out. Oh, the Bluetooth from your phone to the that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, well, it's just Apple CarPlay. Right. Wow. And they're having trouble downloading it. So I'm. Um, I'm going to take Can it to we the blame Apple you at all? Because they're always car, coming out with new patches. Drive your car into an Apple store up to the Genius Bar, and they'll take care of that yes. for you. That, yes. I, you know what? I was <laughs> thinking about doing that, Todd. That's the next move. Right over to uh, the, the Freehold Raceway Mall. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Mike, you know what this is? These are called these are called white people problems. I know. It, no, no, and I'm just saying that it's it's just so funny that that is like the biggest problem in my life right just now. Just Blues Brothers, the vehicle into the mall. Yeah, that's what I'll do. There's lots of space. I <laughs> choose. Uh, there couldn't be a more first world problem than uh, my car plate doesn't work. It's just <laughs> no, no, but I, it's just so funny. But I mean, three I had, days, I had four do, days. Yeah, three days. But and, wow. the car itself moves. That's, it does. Oh my god, awesome car so, moving. Wait, let me get this. You took the car in. Yes. Did you tell them who you were? I shot the. I, yeah, exactly. I shot <laughs> Did you tell I, them who you were? Because I would have. What? That I'm. Um, you yeah, kidding? Because yeah, uh, DCHK Honda, they know, they definitely know who I am. And oh, they, wow. If I take something in, boom, it's it's back. To the oh, next look day. at look at Ming. And Jen I get and I get a discount. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm just saying. Wow. A day. Uh, Ming, maybe take I'm, a walk I'm, over to Circle Honda. Help I'm waiting for Chris Ladondo to tell Ming Chen to go fuck himself. So. <laughs> I, you, you can, but I got my car back. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, hey, so. I got my car back, too. They, they ain't taking my car. Right. I'm just saying. Chris, Chris we'll, Ladondo. We'll throw it over to you. Your parting shot, my friend. My parting shot. I mean, this is basically criticizing something. Go for it. No, no, no. no. Plug something. Whatever. Oh, anything something. anything oh. you want. Uh, Get at, off your- at Ladondo Art on Instagram, oh. if you want to buy some fabulous sure. Chris Ladondo art, we have some them right here, we love it. Although apparently uh, he's not making any more recently. I'm not make, yeah, I have a bunch for sale. Oh yeah, so you could sell yeah, it, man. So check out my art. Uh, so uh, I got a website too, chrisladondoart.com. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, my Twitter at chris underscore ladondo. How many and, followers are you up to? Uh, just around, just under sixty one hundred. Nice. I can't crack okay, it. Okay, you, cro- nah, you cross six thousand. Yeah, is that more I or should, less than Brian Maxwell? I should, I should have. I have more than Brian. Okay, good. Okay, more or less than get him Steve did. Less. Oh, but well, no. he's on the he show. He bought all his. The time. He bought. Oh, he his, did, dude. Yeah, don't. Come oh, on, really? Don't he makes it like he does. He he definitely paid for. Now, mine. No, I don't even know how to do that. But yeah, no, it's totally <laughs> organic. You whip out your credit card and you hit like no, buy twenty five thousand followers. Mine are totally or- is that, organic. Is that what the president does? I mean, is that why he's yeah, not? Okay. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to get up to ten thousand. Then I can feel kind of like. You know. Is there a number you hit and you get verified? Is that how no. it works? No. No, you have to get verified by Twitter itself. You can have like 500 followers. Yeah. You can have two and oh. get verified. Okay. All right. I won't be verified. Uh, OJ so I can, but I can verify <laughs> right. that 
at Chris Ladon <laughs> underscore Ladon is me. Okay. All right. So, uh, thank you. It's it's self-verified, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. We've got all the promotion out. Ming, your parting shot. Uh, if you would like to have as much fun as we did tonight, go to ashareduniverse.com, book your podcast today, uh, and uh, have as much fun as we did. We live stream, we record audio, we get you up on iTunes, Spotify. Also, I'll be at New York Comic Con all four days this weekend. If you want to stop by and say hello, grab a photo, talk pop culture, um, contribute to the Ming Chen uh, uh, Hero Comics Gallery poster fund. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, also, Friday night, I will be co-hosting the CEG uh, Cosplay Booze Cruise. Ooh, yeah. Uh, go to, I believe it's uh, uh, CEGpresents.com to buy tickets or just go to Pier 83 at 8 p.m. on Friday and buy tickets at the door. Uh, it is a floating dance party that goes around the Statue of Liberty. Bacchanalia. What with, can go wrong? With nice. alcohol. Um, <laughs> this is my third year doing it, and uh, it is legit one of the best parties at New York Comic How Con. sexy are the guys in the sexy cosplay? Are there, are there some guys that... Uh, there, I, I saw some guys dressed up as like the 300, the guys from 300. Oh, okay. That they work out. Oh, they're, yeah. they're guys. I it mean, was me, Sean Wilson, Lou Bordon. No, I'm kidding. All right, yeah, I will not be like not wearing my <laughs> shirt. So, uh, yeah, I, and it's going to be a little chilly this the, on Friday night. So, uh, which, which, again, you know, we spoke about it before. That's a shame. I mean, it's been summer-like. Oh, yeah, no. I know, and then on the the cosplay cruise is going to be like a well, it could be very titillating as well. So um, it, it could be, uh, yes, it could be titillating for sure. So, but uh, yeah, I'm not kidding. This is a great party. So come on out. Um, I will be there. Uh, Kristen Huey. Oh um, yeah, um, our, our friends uh, MJ and Savan will be there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just a great party. So come on out. Well, uh, I hope you have fun, Ming. Yeah, I will. Yeah, you guys, you're invited if you're oh. Friday night. All right, yeah, yeah, come well, on over, man. Just all of you run that past the all you guys come on over. Yeah. <laughs> See how that goes over. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, here's my parting shot. Um, a lot of people thought the parting shot was going to be Ross Brewing related because we teased earlier this week that Ross Brewing received some tremendously good news. Um, that is the case. But that's gonna that's gonna last until next week because um, we're gonna tease the further tease. Uh, we're gonna make a major announcement on next week's episode of Point Blank, uh, an announcement I think some people have been waiting for for a very long time. But uh, instead, for my parting shot, I'm gonna take a shot at my good friend Chris Ladondo. All right, oh. uh, Chris Ladondo, who um, we've spoken about this before about the the the. The perils of of living on Staten Island, yes, and, and you know those of us that have maybe fled, and those of us like yourself that have stayed behind and fought the good fight, and uh, <laughs> it seems like it's a never ending battle, and and maybe an unwinnable battle, and 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 I try to reconcile that, my friend, you know, with this. You know something. Something you've mentioned. Uh, you know, uh, in, in a variety of media. You know, the the people you're struggling with that that look forward to voting for Michael Grimm for a third time post conviction. You know, uh, you know the people that said, "Oh, the president actually gave our nuclear codes to mm -hmm. Putin." Mm -hmm. Well, he must have had a good reason. Let's vote for him again. Right. And and these are my neighbors. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm sure, <laughs> and, and they're my relatives. So, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> so we're both in the same boat there. But but you're you're in it, and my, but the thing is, this sort of Almost like Goomba culture, mm -hmm. but but at the same time, you do recognize that Goodfellas mm -hmm. might be not only one of the greatest movies of all time, your favorite movie of all time. One, of, well, not well, my favorite, but okay, one of one, one of one of. And I'm just saying, how, how do you reconcile that in your headspace? You know, because there, there's those that don't like these movies. Maybe they they think they're glorifying this sort of culture, right? But uh, but you're living in in, in among it. Go ahead, Chris. 
<laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> just, just, you're, you're, go ahead. Twist well, in the wind, buddy. I mean, you know, th- there are people that that are, are in that goomba culture. <laughs> I mean, it's such a not appropriate thing to say that uh, well, didn't vote for, for didn't vote for uh, for Trump. Oh, uh, but um, I mean, I grew up around that type of you know those type of folks. I uh, grew up on Staten Island, so um, it's what I know. Uh, I, and your I, family's there too. Yeah, my family's. There. That's the only reason why I'm there. Is my family's all my, my family's out there? But you know you can drive over a bridge too. I oh yeah, and I do every weekend. I'm in Asbury Park or whatever. <laughs> you know, trying to escape. Great well, vegan. Leave your family here or back in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta get away. No no no. It's uh, I I hope one day to have a uh, second home at least in California. Oh wow! I thought you were going to say the Jersey Shore. You're no, going, no, no. You're going all the way across the country. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I just want to avoid snow and the cold. Okay. Well, listen. Mo's done it. He's fled across the country. Uh, every time he comes back for whatever reason, people are like, "Oh, Mo, when are you coming back?" He's like, "No, no. You don't no. get it. I'm, I'm not coming back." Right. He's like, "Why would you?" Once you've gone to SoCal, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, and and similar to yourself, he goes, "Listen, there's people." He's like, "Maybe it's values I can get behind. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a weather I can get behind for mm-hmm. sure. That's not disputed." Um, am I correct in saying that you did not wait for Disney's uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge to open at Walt Disney World? That is true. You went across the country, went to Disneyland. So I went to Disney World and Disneyland this year. Okay. <laughs> I went to Disney Fanatic. World. Wow. And I'm doing it again uh, next year. So I went to Disney World in July. Um, and it wasn't open. It wasn't open in Disney World until, I think, the end of August. Yes. It was open, however, in Disneyland in, in May. In August, I went to Disneyland. Okay, right? and because you ain't gonna keep Star Wars for me, and sure. I flew to Millennium Falcon. Um, what was really cool was uh, when you wait online to go into that ride, and you're inside. They give you a couple of whoever your group is. They give you a few like like tickets, and it tells you uh, what do you call what your position is going to be in the Falcon. There's like a pilot. There's okay. a gunner, engineer, whatever. Sure, nerf herder, like whatever. <laughs> yes, because it's an interactive thing. They do you it have based to like your it's a flight. It's a flight simulator, but it's actually interactive. You control things. You can steer the ship, whatever. So can you I, crash the ship. You can crash the ship. So I had like gunner. And my daughter, who was eight years old, had pilot. And like, so like, you know, I, ha- I had it, I'm just waiting. And then I get a tap on my shoulder and it's my, my daughter and she hands me the pilot thing because she knew I always wanted to fly to Millennium. Oh, right. oh, oh my wow. God. She's like the cool, yeah, yeah, my daughter yeah, yeah. Kristen. She's amazing. So I got to fly to Millennium Falcon, uh, which was pretty and who, surreal. who is your Chewy? Some eight-year-old kid that kept crashing. Somebody like it was, he didn't lock down. I was like, you gotta. I said, like, you gotta move it to Stay the right. Stay on kid. You target. Go on the right. So I got to put Stay it. Stay on target. Right. Don't get yeah. cocky, kid. Yeah. I'm like, kid, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go to left, right, right. Hit it, hit it right. So I put, it, I got to put it in hyperdrive a couple of times, which was amazing. Now listen, I'm just gonna bring it back real quick. So my yes. son, who was born in Staten Island, mm-hmm. but lived. Sixteen and a half of his seventeen years here in New Jersey in Monmouth County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he goes to Staten Island. We visit Grandma and all this other stuff. But he didn't grow up there, and he didn't isn't understand it. So you know, last year my wife's like, "You got to sit down. You got to watch Goodfellas, right? You know, and and it's something that you know. I guess they got him the DVD, and you know he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it whenever." She made him sit down and watch it. And this is John Ross, the intern for Point Blank Fans, and. He's like, that was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that was a really good film. Martin Scorsese. 
And uh, but he didn't win the Oscar for that one. No, he didn't. It took him all the way until uh, the Rod. By the way, uh, no, oh, the Aviator. Yeah, one. Yeah, we, he won for was it the Departed? He finally won. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, but I think the Aviator was before the Departed. Um, I think so. Okay, so I thought that was his first. IMDb. It, uh, I, I I do know this. If you've got a spare three hours and 45 minutes, you can do one of two things. Mm -hmm. You can listen to a standard episode of Point Blank Podcast, mm -hmm. or you can watch The Irishman that's coming yes. up. Scorsese's Can't film wait. with De Niro, with Pacino, with Pesci. Uh, they, they, they pulled out all the stops for this one. So uh, <laughs> looking forward to it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for staying with us. Chris. Thank you for uh, for coming over that bridge and, and, and bringing out here. Thank Christian, you. thanks for holding it down over there on the other side of the glass. Ming and Mike. Todd over out there in Chi-Town. Uh, Mo, we hope all is well. Thank you, Point Blank fans, viewers, and listeners. Take care. Bye-bye.